political bullshit. I will build a great, great wall on our southern border, and I will have Mexico pay for that wall. I'm worried about the fact that our workers are seeing a decline in their standard of living. We will make America great again. Healthcare is a human right, not a privilege. This is the Last Resort Podcast. Your last resort for real political commentary. Welcome to another episode of Late Night with the Last Resort Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Slama, and joining me today are Lily Nelson, Bonnie Breyer, and Jonathan Wilcox. John, if you didn't like that, you ain't black. <laughs> oh, there oh it is. God. Bazinga. <laughs> Bazinga. Before we get the show started, I want to point out two things. One, what makes us late night? It's daylight out. They, yeah, he's they, lying. It's noon. They yeah. don't know that, though. Yeah. Well, they do now. I, well, good thing You've I'm the producer exposed. and the editor. You've now you ruined the image in people's heads. Second. Yeah. Can we give Lily a round of applause, everyone? I, I need to know why I'll first. Give her the yeah. round of applause. What? All right. Because Lily reluctant, but, okay. has been slaving away making masks for people, and that's a good deed. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. So thank wow, you, I Lily. thought it was going to be sarcastic, but it was <laughs> actually <laughs> <It's> sincere. <laughs> I give credit where it's due, so kudos to you. We appreciate you here. Oh, thank at, you mm-hmm. here at the show. Yes, uh, John, close that door. That mannequin makes me nervous. I know it does. All right, so <laughs> you're really just a scared <laughs> God, little boy. Loser. <laughs> so Joe Biden had a fun week. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. yeah. He did indeed. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Should have kept him in the basement where he belongs. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they aren't doing that. That's it's time to put that old man out the pasture because things are just. They just keep going downhill. They really are. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's. It, Trump's in the driver's seat. I don't know why they don't just let Trump crash the car instead of just having Joe Biden. It's like the way I see it. They're both like in a car wasted. Joe Biden's like the passed out wasted guy in the back seat, just like can't even talk. And Donald Trump is like the confidently drunk guy driving. See, and it's like, it, you know, you're not driving. So let Trump crash the car because I view it a little, bit, take the hit. a little bit differently. It's almost like it's a student driver car, and Joe Biden is a sleeping instructor that every once in a while hits the brakes but doesn't know why, and Trump's the kid who really doesn't know what he's doing, but he drove before, so he thinks he does. Hmm. That's how, yeah. It's like uh, Brandon, when he, his first driver's ed course, I was there. He put one foot on the gas, one foot on the brake, and the guy's like, no, 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 no. we're not letting you drive today. And he came back and he was like, dude, did you know you can't turn left on red? Yeah. Oh Unless otherwise instructed. Well, it always well, goes not when, when there's a there's a stop there's a stoplight back home that allows you to turn left on red. As yeah, but it'll have clear. a sign yeah. or whatever. But you know you. how many people actually do it? But that's not like a normal four no, way no, intersection. No, not that's at all. like some weird one way is going here no, and there or something, right? It's not like a normal four way. Yeah, it's no, it's it's common. a three, it's a it's you got to go that way or that way. Yeah, so yeah. it's not a normal four way intersection. No. Yeah, okay. but it's still weird. I I don't ever turn left on red. I just wait for the green light. Yeah. My dumb ass gets sideswiped. You know what? I have no accidents, n- no tickets, and never been pulled over. So I'm keep driving the way Yet. I do. So you know all this Same stuff here. with Joe lately. I was thinking, do you really think that he can lose any more followers? Because the people who are following him are just blind on vote blue, no matter who. You know, it doesn't fucking matter what he says. Well, it's just like that reporter or that journalist who wrote the article that said 
I would vote for Joe if he boiled and ate babies. It's like, all right, well, yeah, yeah I guess exactly. he's not really going to wow. lose any yeah, support if, if he can do that. I think uh, the same people ripped on Donald Trump saying, like, I could shoot somebody in 25th Avenue and my supporters would still support me. I think if the allegations against Joe come out to be true, that'll hurt him. Definitely. I think that will be like the final breaking straw. I think they would cover it up enough that it wouldn't, exactly. it would, it would hurt it a little bit, but it's not going to be like he loses all his support. Like he's, because so many people want to vote against Donald Trump that they're yeah. just going to be like, well, exactly. I don't want to vote for Joe, but I need to vote against Donald Trump so yeah. I can justify my decision for well, voting for a rapist. That if they way. listen to our podcast, they know they have a third option called the third party. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody knows they have that option. They just don't they know that it's, it's not a wasted vote. Right. Yeah. But if everybody like grouped together and we're like, we don't want either fucked up person. But at the same time, the vote, the election system is still rigged against third party that like, even if you had decent support for a third party, the way that you have to like <laughs> register Democratic or Republican, like you have to register for yeah. a party in a lot of states like New York. It's like there's no way a third party is going to win because... There's so many re- they're registered Democrat or Republican. Here's the real question. We need reform. But if we have a third party, like, make a stance and show that we're, like, skyrocketing the numbers in third party, then it, like, shows them a little bit more on yeah, how for- we don't agree with the system, you know? Yeah. So it could influence the other two parties right. or it might have a better shot later. But the re- the thing is, like, the first year, there's no sh- chance that yeah. the third party's going to win. And that's what keeps everybody from... Like, they don't look ahead yeah. to, like, well, if I start now, then maybe in 8 to 12 years, there'll be some real change. They're like, well, this election is so important because it's always going to be reasonable to comply. Yeah. It's always going to be, like, an emergency vote against the Republican Party mm-hmm. or the other the opponent. So it's like, well, I can't do it this year. It's Donald Trump. It's George Bush. What was your question? Do you think that Joe Biden has the mental capacity to not drop a racial slur or derogatory term while doing one of these interviews because i feel like i mean he already kind of did i mean but that's not that that we'll talk about a little bit later but that wasn't over a certain line do you think if someone really gets him flustered that something could come out like very damning but i mean do you think that he has the the mental fortitude to actually (laughs) stop himself from saying something because you know he's Set in his ways about certain things, and with his brain being in question and his cognitive decision being in question, do you think he could slip up and say something really damning? And because I feel like if he does something like that, the media sure can try to cover that up, but that's also something that's very. I hope he does. Yeah, that'll rile some people up. <laughs> no, they'll just say, "Well, Donald Trump said this." Donald, that was way Trump worse. Said, "Grab her by the pussy." Yeah, and that's an it. action. He just said. <laughs> Our slur. That's, I mean, that's what's going to happen, no matter what. But do you think, so just hypothetical, he says the N-word, just because that's that's about as far as you can get at the top of derogatory racial slurs. Do you think African-American voters will let that slide? Hell no. No. No, absolutely. So he doesn't need African-American voters. He just gets a lot of old white people to vote. But he has a bunch of support from... Black voters. Yeah, kind of. So if that were to shift and those people would be like, oh, we're not voting for him, regardless of what the media does to portray it as a slip up or yeah. he's 
he's just Joe Biden, if he loses a good percentage of those votes, whether they go to Donald Trump, third party, or, or just don't vote at all, that's definitely going to hurt him. But then he might then he might actually start gathering a lot of Trump supporters if he says the oh, word. So wow. <laughs> you got to look at the uh, you know Damn. The, the pros and cons. No, I don't think I don't think there's like any chance of that happening though. You like, don't think sure so? it could, but I don't think it's really that high of a risk. Okay, I don't think he's going to slip up and say the n word. I mean, he might keep saying like questionable things, yeah. like "you ain't black." But and speaking of that. It was funny, but <laughs> I feel like those things, like you ain't black and like Nancy Pelosi calling Trump morbidly obese. It's like yeah. those things, it's like they stick out a lot, but it's like, I don't really think they're that big. I mean, yeah, it's messed up that he said you ain't black, but it's not like that big of a deal. He went on a black like political yeah, show to cater to. Why does this campaign let him uh, like nothing against Charlemagne the God, but I don't understand why Joe Biden would go on his show. Unless it was specifically, I don't want to use the word, but I'm going to pander to his African-American voters. Well, it was. I mean, it's not really a secret that, like, yeah. you go to pander to different, but why? you know, like, Hispanic groups and, like, different racial groups, blacks. So he obviously was going. And then just, like, his dialect, the way he was talking, what do you think he, was the, like, he was pandering to the black What do you think audience. the room was like after he said, you ain't black? You think all his reps were just, oh. I think it's fuck. kind of slipped by. Did you watch it? Yeah, I watched the whole 18 minute interview. I watched interview, a good portion of it. It doesn't Where really he said that though. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't kinda, like stick yeah. out when you first watch it. I mean, it sticks out a little bit, but it's not like oh, sh-, like he dropped like dropping the n bomb. It's yeah. like whoa. They it's just like, like it just slid in. But do you think not just you know him and Charlemagne who was interviewing him, but his actual campaign managers themselves were like, oh, that's going to be an issue. Oh, because they had that like like political strategizing brain yeah. towards it then yeah. yeah that's what i'm saying do you think the people who are running his campaign yeah. heard that and they went oh but i think i bet you the average viewer watching it live it didn't stick out to them mm-hmm. until okay. the headlines yeah. brought it up even though it, it's worth sticking out because it yeah. is a messed up thing to say but and then his his air quote apology oh did God. he apologize yeah, for he's, yeah. Used, he's apologizing and he and the two main uh things that he said that pointed out was he was being too cavalier when he said it and that he shouldn't have been, and I quote, such a wise guy. Oh, yeah. what? That's what he said. Oh, man. And he, so it, it was, was wise for him to say it that? It was basically he, because when guy. he said that, um, a lot of people um, took it and they reported it kind of as he was taking the African-American votes for granted. And that got a lot under people's skin. And he was like, I'm not taking your votes for granted. I was just being very cavalier. Shouldn't have been such a wise guy. So he backpedaled a lot, but um, well, because did you hear about what P? I think it was P. Diddy said. I did not know. It was a couple weeks ago. He said that the black voters need to hold their vote hostage until the Democratic Party actually starts listening to them and yeah. not just vote blue no matter who or vote against Trump. It's like no, we need to tell them we're not going to vote for you. Basically, what we're trying, I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's like if you fall in line, then there's no leverage for them to actually make any of the change you want. And then Sean Combs, is that his name? P. Diddy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he came out and he's telling the black audience. And I think that's one of the reasons why he went on that show. Yeah. To actually try and gain some more of that support. And then he even brought it up in the interview. He's like, well, P. Diddy said that we should hold our vote hostage. And we, a lot of us think that makes sense. And then he says that, and I liked his response after he said, if you don't know if you're voting for me or Trump, you ain't black. And his immediately, he just said, this has nothing to do yeah, with Trump. Charlemagne was like, and it's like, that was matter. a perfect response yeah. because it, it's like, you got to quit saying, bringing yeah. up Trump. It's like, yeah. no, the whole point is, what are you going to do 
to gain our support. Not like you're better than Trump and that's enough. Can we trust P. Diddy? What do you mean? Because, you know, maybe conspiracy, maybe rumor, maybe true. But uh, in the world of realms of conspiracy, he's the one who got Tupac killed. Oh, right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know anything about so, that. So we should have an episode on that. Mm-hmm. Well, I trust him here. I mean, okay. Makes sense. All right. All right. We're taking his word for now. Yeah. Not really his word, but it was a very good point. message point yeah. that he made that is something that we've talked about before. You know, you have the party has to earn your vote. Yeah. You know, they don't automatically get it. You know, they're not entitled to it. They have to earn it. Yeah. So. And he was a good interview. What's his name? Champagne. Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Charlemagne to God. <laughs> um, he was a good interviewer, too, because like he actually he asked him about like everything. He asked him about his cognitive decline, like straight up. That yeah. was right out of the gate, the first thing See, he asked. I've watched a few of his shows. Some of them are pretty good. Some of them are just not. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's really up in the air, and it really depends on the guest and who's, like, you know, in, in the studio with him. But, I mean, not not terrible. Yeah. I mean, he definitely held Joe Biden's feet to the flame. Like, yeah. didn't just let him Which is talk what we need more people everything. to do. Yeah. You know? He's like, well, like, he defended all of his crime reform that he yeah. did, like, back in the... I think it was mainly the 80s and 90s, which ended up just putting a lot of blacks and minorities in jail for a long time. Are those the ones that he apologized for? Um, he said that we need to like reform some of the stuff that he wrote. Yeah. Leaving out the fact that he, he's the one that wrote it when he says that we need to reform it. But know... then at the same time, he was defending it during that whole interview. Yeah. And then after he was defending it, he's like, no, I think that you're wrong. Like you're saying all these good points, but they're actually it's more there's a lot more negative points to it yeah and you're just trying to twist it into this like you know political narrative the to typical make everybody, political thing yeah and he's just like no he didn't buy it at all and then because joe biden talked like the whole time yeah and then he'd just say like a quick like no this is why i think you're wrong and then his campaign guy kept saying in the camera all right that's enough that's oh, enough sorry really? that's enough time for today and then joe biden even was like no no we can keep going and then after like the second or third time He's like, you can't do that to black media. You can't cut us off. And then that's when the whole, like, you ain't black thing happened really quick. And I think it's really good to see not only someone of color who's in an influential spot who can reach millions of people, just an interviewer itself, sticking to their guns and not caring about what, I wouldn't say narrative that they're they're pushing, but they're just asking the questions that actually matter and not taking bullshit political yeah. wraparound answers, answers as an yeah. answer. You know, yeah. they're actually like, like that no, wasn't an answer. answer the fucking question. Yeah. It was a very unsatisfying interview because like, you just didn't want it to end that quick. You wanted yeah. to, and that's why you said you need to come back after all this and we want to do an interview like face to face because we have a lot more questions. He's like, more questions? If you don't know if you're voting for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Yeah. So... That's, that's like so how it, stu- oh. That's such a stupid thing to say. Like, the thing is, wh- but it is it, stupid. But like at the same time, I think it wasn't that like didn't seem that crazy because it's like it was obvious he was there to pander to the yeah. black voters, and so it's like it wasn't that crazy. It was a moment. sense of it wasn't that crazy. Crazy, and there's a sense of entitlement there because yeah, of the but way that people sense of entitlement is going to turn vote. people away. Well, the whole idea of it, yeah, was not, like it's, I'm not saying it's right. But it's like I just you can't hide the turn... fact that he was pandering to the to black the black audience. Yeah, and that's why it's like it came out like that. Like he, you almost like can't blame him because he was fighting so hard that whole time, mm-hmm. and he just like like ten straight minutes of like I did this and this and this and this, and he's like, well, we don't know. He's like, if you don't know, then you ain't black. I would love to like, see him get just kind of like frustration, but I would love to see him get in the studio there because 
you know, at at, at some point he's going to get not barrage, but he's going to get asked those questions. And I feel like Charlemagne's the type of interview who's going to be like, no, give us the real answer. And it's going to go, mm-hmm. Joe's going to slip up. He's still going to pander or Joe's managers are going to get him the fuck out of there before he does fuck up. Yeah. Which either, either one of those is an interesting situation to be in because if he fucks up and says something, hopefully the media portrays it as it is. He fucked up. If mm-hmm. he just gives them the wraparound, they portray it as they, he, they gave him the wraparound. Not so much mainstream <laughs> media, around. but not so mean, much mainstream. A reach around. <laughs> a reach around. But like Charlemagne himself being like, he didn't give a shit. Or if he fucks up, he'd be like, Joe Biden fucked up. Or because I know that they film the, uh, the I don't know if it's a podcast or just like a radio show, um, but they film it. I know. Have, you know, seeing his managers pull the plug on it and be like, we got to get Joe the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing that bothered me the most was that he just thought it would be so easy to just convince the entire black audience. Yeah. That they sh- and it's like, he shouldn't get so frustrated so quick that they're like still asking questions. Mm-hmm. It's that sense of entitlement. Yeah. I think, it, yeah, it's like the sense of entitlement that pisses me off more than the fact that he said like, yeah, you know, you ain't black or like some questionably racist thing. What's worse? Saying you ain't black or saying the love of your life is your sister. No. <laughs> you ain't black? Probably. Yeah. Because the love of your life is your sister could just be like, my sister is the most important person in my family. You know? Not like I'm fucking her. One is like just really funny. And the other is like, oh, damn. <laughs> which is which? I'm just saying, you know. There, I don't know. The the moment he said his sister was the love of his life, you could hear the banjos playing. <laughs> and them trying to get that them southern states them pulling you know, it through the roof. This week might have turned the election. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get. He's gonna start stealing so many of those Trump supporters. You know, banging his sister, racist, questionably <laughs> racist towards black people. Yeah. What are the two things that Trump supporters like the most? John, go. Why Jesus you, why and guns. Me, Jesus. Yeah, just kidding. And another thing that the Trump supporters like are bold statements. And and when he when Biden apologized, he said he was cavalier and that he shouldn't have been such a wise guy. You know, those are kind but of. That's bold. not the type of bold statement. They're bold. That they though. like because he's going bold in, statement is like he's going in the right direction. This for is the Trump why supporters. I'm I'm not wrong and you are like Trump mm. bold statement like, like the Trump, book you would write. Trump isn't yes. I'm, I'm, I'm right. You're wrong. Here's, here's, yeah, why. here's you're wrong. Here's why. Did you hear uh, <laughs> Trump saying that he tested positively negative in a good way, John? Like what? how he has such a positively hard time talking, like saying negative words in the same sentence where he himself. talks about himself. Oh my! That like he instead of just saying they're like, did you did you take your coronavirus test today? And he's like, yes, I tested positive in one sense where I tested positively towards negative. In, oh, so I, te- I performed it. greatly. Yeah. Oh, like, Wait, uh, I want he's like, to hear okay, it. Yeah, just play it. And I tested very positively in a in another sense. So this morning, yeah, I tested positively toward negative, right? So no, I tested uh, perfectly this morning. <laughs> meaning, meaning I tested negative. <laughs> just, <Yeah>. Why? <laughs> Me in high school taking fucking math quizzes. <laughs> I post there. I tested positively, negative. I, I failed that shit. Goddamn. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like trying to show your parents your report card or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All F's, I did great in a bad way. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah. If, I was, if I was trying to do really shitty, I did really great at being really <laughs> shitty. <laughs> well, did you also see when I was when I was delving in things about Trump last night? Uh, I don't know if it was old or new, but someone got uh, – I, I couldn't find the pictures, but he wrote accomplishments on a piece of paper, and the way he fucking spelled it. I, I'm gonna find Trump? it. Trump? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, dude. He no. can't spell. He just spelled it wrong. He, he's literally like an illiterate, illiterate president. I'm gonna. He find spelled it. burger in a tweet the other day. He spelled B-E? it B-E-R-G-E-R. Oh. Berger. Berger. Where is it? Because it was. Burger. And it's like the U and the E are really far away. So not only did autocorrect not save his ass, but like it wasn't like an. A dysfunction or yeah. a malfunction of How autocorrect. Is he our president, like you he guys. typed that shit out. Oh no! He probably turns autocorrect off because he's like, "I'm never wrong." Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> His notes showed accomplishments. Are you ready for this spelled? It's not really that off, but it's so funny. A C H O M. No, H. <laughs> it's not that bad. O C or A C H O M L I S H M E. NTS. Accomplish Ashlamish <laughs> Ach- Ach- no. Oh my god. And there was there were his handwritten notes. Oh jeez. <laughs> Wait, so he hand wrote that? Yeah. Was he like writing super fast? I don't know. Like... It was just, it were notes he had, someone got a peek of them, and that's how he spelled okay, accomplishments. I, I misspell words all the time when I write super fast. <laughs> I, but I feel like you know when a word looks wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's one thing if you're writing something for yourself, yeah. you know your own handwriting. Like, if you type that out, autocorrect would just be yeah. like, I don't know what the fuck you were trying to say there. If it was 2002 yeah. on, a, on a school computer, you're getting that red squiggly line for days. <laughs> Microsoft Word can't help you. I, that's still on my computer. Is it really? Computer, yeah. Very good. So, we're like, what do you have? Like, Windows 7? Um, Windows Facebook. <laughs> No, I bought Microsoft. I had to buy Microsoft Word for like fifteen bucks. Wow! They really I had to download it. Yeah, gave you the shaft on that one. It it works. Okay. Well, as long as otherwise you, buy, you got to buy like the whole Office package for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. So I just bought like the two thousand eight version of Microsoft Word. You know, what? I retract my statement. You did good there, kid. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> uh, oh, another funny thing about Joe Biden. Wait, uh, there's more. Yeah. Oh. You know. This is like Speaking the Daily Double. Stealing all of those Trump fans, he's he's trying to steal even more by trying to beat Trump at his own game. Yes. Because yes. Uh, you know how Trump likes to give everybody oh, nicknames? yes. You know, like, that. what is it, Crazy Bernie? Pony Sleepy Face Horse Joe. Soldier or some shit like that? Oh, well, that was just that uh, was... W- weird. No, that was Joe Biden. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pony Face well, yeah, Sleepy Joe. Michigan. Sleepy Joe was one of them. Crazy Bernie. Yeah. Um... Didn't he have one for Amy Klobuchar? I know he called Rosie O'Donnell a bunch of shit. Snow White or something because <laughs> Pocahontas. Low oh, energy God. Bush. Low energy Jeb. Yeah, Jeb's not no energy. <laughs> yeah, please clap. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Joe Biden came out with a nickname for President Trump. Do you know what that is? I know what it is. President Tweety. Tweety. Why? Oh. <laughs> like Twitter? Tweets? Oh, yeah, President yeah. Tweety. hey, that's kind of clever. Uh-huh. Give him that. It's really not. It's kind of bad. It's, he's just playing into Trump's hand right there. And the funny thing is, I was listening to uh, another like progressive show, and they just brought up a good point about like one of the things that's so cringy about it is you know that it took him and seven guys sitting at a table for like three hours to come up with the name. <laughs> and How about uh, Oompa Loompa? No, he's too old. Yeah. Orange Man? No, Cheeto not quite. Dust. <laughs> Cheeto <laughs> Puff, <bad>. President. <laughs> yeah. And that one's been done before. I bet we could come up with a way better nickname oh, right here. I guarantee we could. 
It gets quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Four hours later. <laughs> Something about... Uh, I mean, I always like Cheeto dust. Cheese puff. Yeah. Those are pretty good. Those are funny. They've been done before too many times. Think of a new one for him. Um, after his four years okay. of rain. Um, okay, this is actually harder uh, than we thought it was going to be. Lap dog hair. <laughs> Head. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, five? <laughs> you know, I'm surprised they didn't just come up with President Meanie Butt. Yeah. yeah. That's... I bet that would have been way more popular. <laughs> or like President McPresident face. Yeah. <laughs> Bad orange man. Yeah. That's basically what they say online. Eighth grade bully. Orange man bad. Yeah. Eighth grade bully. <laughs> Buzz light. They should have just called Buzz him President orange bully. Cheeto Puff. <laughs> you know, the... he's, re- he's orange and he's fat. Because Nancy be... Pelosi called him fat and that became a huge deal yeah. too. You but can beat he... my ass, but I'll sue you afterwards. <laughs> what? Yeah, you never you had those. My ass? No, B. You never had those guys in high school who thought they're like the toughest shit, and their oh. their parents had money, and they were. We always called them. You can beat my ass, but my parents will sue you. Type. I of thought people. you said oh, eat yeah. my ass. Well, oh. I don't know what he's say, into. I don't know what. Um, you know what? What he does on his free time is what he does. I can't judge that. If he likes his ass getting eaten, you know what? Let him have it. Oh, I bet. I bet he's he's Chuck Berry's those chicks. Yeah. Has him eat his ass and then farts right in their mouth. Oh, God. <laughs> Beep that. Bleep that nah, out. Keep that in. There's a video on the internet that, for some reason, I've seen. And then and then she goes to kiss him afterward. He says, nah, I just farted in your mouth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what is this? Chuck Berry. Oh. He like, hires a prostitute and then farts in her mouth and then she goes to kiss him. I mean, he did pay nah, the woman No, he's the like, money. nah, I just shit in your mouth. I ain't kissing you. <laughs> That's amazing. It, yeah, I guess you could call it amazing. <laughs> Everyone has their own fetishes. We are not allowed to, you know. We can't kink shame anyone. Yeah. But we can fat shame them. Nancy Pelosi called yeah. Trump fat and then well, Trump flipped fat, out. Morbidly obese. Which, okay, but, but that's just a scientific term. It for, is. No, it is. But do we really, if, if Trump's morbidly obese, I probably am too. Yeah, there's a you don't scale. Think he's obese? Yeah, I wouldn't say morbidly. You're not as he's fat not, as Trump. He's not bedridden. Have you read the like sheet he, at the doctor's office? Yeah, of they what say you... I'm. They say I'm overweight. Yeah, yeah. Those sheets are bullshit. It, I should be like 110 pounds. Yeah, they expect me to be 170 pounds. Me, there ain't no fucking way. More than like 50 percent of the people at Olive Garden are morbidly obese. At any given time. <laughs> okay. That's, that's I'm just saying that there's a lot more morbidly obese people than you think. It doesn't mean you have to be like. Get like fucking the fire department if you have to go to a doctor's appointment to it get might, you out of the door. It might. Well, yeah, then you're like morbidly obese. <laughs> oh, that's so like a that's different. How you say, if yeah. you say it different, if you emphasize the morbidly part, yeah. then you're really <laughs> like fucking just normal fat. morbidly obese. Is like it doesn't take as much as you think it does. Right. So, well, in medical we, terms, we should just like be like, oh, he's chunky. He's big chungus. Yeah. Chunky are we gonna boy. change? But, that wouldn't it have been worse now? if she said, and because he's big chungus? He's a little chunky. He's got <laughs> some baby face. <laughs> that shit would have been hilarious. Yeah, I know, though. but but then she would have been actually making fun of him. She was just saying, because do you she know why trying... she said it? Because he was taking hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. And it's like if, if you have heart issues, then there's like a 50% or like a much higher chance that you just die from it or you have heart arrhythmias. And she's like, well, he's old. He's morbidly obese. He shouldn't just be taking this medication. I don't think he's just... Scientifically, he should not be taking is. it. So well, I thought she, I thought like, they uh, they said that doctors do prescribe that. 
Yeah, to not obese um, people. I'm not. No, I'm not saying. I don't know. The, I don't know if it's I, a. I don't know if it's an like. Um, been confirmed as like an f- official treatment. Yet. I was watching. Didn't they use it for cancer? I was watching an it's interview. Malaria. Oh. And a guy was talking about it, and I'll, I'll have to find the interview. But a nurse called in, and she was like, she like her herself has has given patients it because the doctors have prescribed it. I don't know what specifically for. I'll have to find the interview. What a nurse. Yeah, like the guy was it? He was a a host of a show. And it might be under like the Right to Try Act that they're prescribing it. That like maybe if yeah. there's anything that might have a chance, yeah. but like it hasn't but it's passed. For, but the Right to still... Try is just for terminally ill patients. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, like uh, well, they're gonna die, but we could try this out. Well, because Don, I know Donald Trump is one of the like he passed the Right to yeah, Try. Yeah, yeah, that was one of the things that we're gonna talk about later that I looked up. Mm. But yeah, it's for term- terminally ill people. Mm. But you shouldn't be taking it as a preventative measure, especially if you're like 70 years old. I'm sure he was you're prescribed fat. it by someone. He's not just yeah, but a doctor shouldn't it. have even prescribed it as a preventative measure. I don't know enough. If you're about testing the drug. every day, you don't need to take this yeah. like sketchy treatment that might kill you as a treatment. But for I, when I you're doubt not he was sick. even taking it. Well, he he tested positively. Negative. Ne- no, negative. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> he tested great. <laughs> so it would have been better if she ever. said like he's old, he's chunky monkey. You know, just been like yeah. he he's not in the best physical condition. Okay. Well, I think that would be like more offensive. I think it's like kind of funny, so. but I don't really think it's like a big deal that she said it even at all. It's like, and then well, people are like, "Oh, she finally ripped on Trump," and people are like, "You can't, you can't fat shame." It's like Trump got what it had coming to him because he always makes fun of people. It's like also, I, I also feel like anything Nancy Pelosi does is going to put her in a bad light because I feel like these last few years have just been really bad for her in general. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. If no. they find something, they're going to well, be like... Well, just in general, Meh? she says one thing that could be taken another way, they're going to have her ass. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where it's just taken yeah. like too far out of context. Once yeah. the, the... What was it? The State of the Union address when she ripped up the papers? I feel mm-hmm. like that really solidified that like no matter what she says, people are not going to care or blow it out of proportion. Yeah. Which, how did you feel about that? Her ripping up the... Yeah. I don't know. Okay. I don't really... I didn't know much about that yeah, so i think it was the state of the union and like so what exactly happened i remember watching it so um basically the reason uh people were mad about it is they were um i believe they were talking about veterans there's something going on veterans in it and at the end of the address she just took because the, they, they pass out copies of the address so you know what you're at and just everything that's in it she just ripped it up on camera because <laughs> she didn't agree with it right uh, yeah yeah so she just wanted to make a really bold statement by being like people lost their minds i don't agree so who lost their minds republicans okay and then so there was this big thing going on uh, on facebook that i saw that um when the heroes act gets to trump's desk if it does he should just read it and rip it up on camera and send it to pelosi did she make it clear on like why maybe she wasn't getting heard i don't know if she i don't know if she made a statement i don't know if she made one or not she probably did and it it just got pushed to the side burner you know because she obviously was pissed but if it was just to like for like to get some media attention yeah then it's kind of like i think it was just but i think the majority this is all speculation too i think it was just her disdain for trump like she just really doesn't like him so she's like fuck his paper Oh. Fuck his speech. Fuck him. He's fat. <laughs> Big chunky monkey bitch. That's what you wanted <laughs> yeah. her to say. Uh, you know, not that, uh, you know, I'm 
okay with people making fun of other people. But I feel like the political world is a whole different spectrum where this has been going on for most of our adult lives. Let's spice it up. Mm -hmm. Let's get Nancy Pelosi in there talking some ass shit. So is that why you like Trump so much? Because he's spicing it up? I wouldn't. I mean, some things things that he says are very bold that I. His followers. I wouldn't say like I'm in love with, but I. Because that is definitely a big reason that he got like he has so much enthusiastic support because people like want somebody who's not just like, you know, hiding behind a suit. I think the biggest thing is whether it be negative or positive, he has such an enthusiastic way of delivering his message that really gets a lot of people behind him. And I wouldn't say necessarily inspires people, but like maybe inspires is the best word that really give them, you know, hope for the future. Mm-hmm. They like him because he says it how it is, whether it be bad or good and deals with the re- repercussions. But he later. doesn't. I mean, he still deals with the negative things is then he'll get, he, he'll get just bashed no, on news networks. Look, look at coronavirus. He's like, it's not a big deal. It'll be gone by April. Okay, but that's what he's... We're not going to reach 20,000 deaths if we reach... Yeah, his personality the... wouldn't be nearly as bad if everything he was saying wasn't bullshit. No, yeah. and I get that. He, he's but, not telling us the truth. But the way his personality is, is he just brushes that shit off. Like, he's still getting negative attention for it, So, but he's still getting... He's just brushing it off. Yeah, it's but if you're a, saying his followers, like, like support him. him because he tells you the truth, whether it be good or bad, that's not true. Yeah, but a lot of his supporters... Don't believe in the COVID virus. So if he's saying then we're doing he's making our fucking country idiots and we need somebody smart in the lead to like make us all realize that this is serious. I'm not disputing that fact. I'm just saying no, it just in pisses general, me off. it's that pandering thing. You're pandering to your audience. Well, yeah, he'll say any that's like, it's like uh, his policy that he ran on. He's only passed like. 17% or like fought for like 70% of this shit that he actually ran like his platform was about mm-hmm. it's like it wasn't about politics That's or most, policy yeah. or any like actual government action it was just about his personality and being charismatic and like riling up the crowd and getting all this enthusiasm and like people just wanted somebody like that in office and it like sparked something but when it comes to actual politics he'll just say whatever he needs to to win yeah which is what I hate because it's like, well, that's not really what politics is about. Well, you know? it go that's it's not been about happening in just politics about forever. That's how they get a ton of voters is saying that they'll Yeah, but his uh They believe in God. And it's like, oh, got all those thousands of voters just because I said I I love God. The policy that he let's see, like that he ran on. All right. So they assessed politifacts, which not always perfect, but they're pretty decent source okay they assessed his promises with what has gotten done and they determined that 17 percent was kept 27 percent is in the works 11 percent uh, compromised 27 percent stalled 18 percent broken and then you compare you're like well maybe that's what everybody does but then you compare it to obama's obama had almost like double kept double in the works just over half compromised, like half stalled, and less than half that was broken. Does that play in a part that it's Obama's only been three had years? two terms? No, it's three years. Oh, okay, all right. At that point in Obama's first term. Good question. That's, mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's, uh, yeah, so his first three, Obama's first three years, that's where he was at. But it's because he didn't run on policy. People didn't really care. Yeah. And... Who was he even running against? 
not that the, the, it really, McCain? but it was McCain and Romney, I think. Mitt Romney, yeah. I don't oh, remember yeah. much of their policies, but that's it's so crazy to think about. Like, I'm definitely into politics now, but eight years ago, I really couldn't have told you anything. Yeah. You know, I was under the age of 18. Getting, I just started getting, getting no into fuck. it when Obama ran for the first time. I was in eighth grade. I wasn't that into it during the Obama elections. Yeah. Losers. I just remember fucking oh, Sarah Palin. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, all, and her halibut jokes. Oh. <laughs> yes. Good shit. That get you going? Sarah Palin. It was funny. It was good shit. Just for the halibut. Oh, that's perfect. The halibut. <laughs> God damn it. Halibut's good fish. Good eating. So speaking of uh, Trump just telling people whatever the fuck they want or doing whatever he can to win. Okay. He's been going off on voter fraud and mail-in voting and okay. making it like the number one issue. Like, this is the problem in America today. You know, not coronavirus. It's voter fraud. Because part of the HEROES Act was, it was, uh, let's see, $3.6 billion for election security. So yep. to make it easier to, like, register, same-day registration, so that everybody can request an absentee ballot. You don't need, like, some yeah big excuse for it. Just like for the pandemic, too. I don't know. Maybe the Heroes Act is. I think it's just for the. But even if it goes beyond that, yeah, it still should be. I wouldn't see why it's a bad thing. Well, the Republicans say it's terrible. So here's what. Um, let's see what he he said that Donald Trump said. Quote: People grab them from mailboxes, print thousands of forgeries, force people to sign, also forge names. If it weren't for voter fraud and millions of people voting illegally, he says he would have won the popular vote against Hillary. Oh. But he put together an advisory commission on election integrity to see how much voter fraud is going on. And so that for eight months, they probed just like strictly into voter fraud. They didn't find a single case. Mm. <laughs> His own committee. Yeah, it's not And then good. there was a independent committee that did that looked into it also into the 2016 elections. And they found four cases. Three of them were people trying to vote twice for Trump. <laughs> and, one them, and one of them was uh somebody filling in somebody's box for a local mayor in like florida Man. that like they didn't vote so they just tried to fill in that box for him and they got busted so it's he keeps like tweeting about it and there's absolutely no evidence that it's gonna like lead to all this voter fraud yeah it's just that the more people vote the less republicans win mm -hmm. not to backtrack but has the heroes act gone to the senate yet um, well, it passed the House. Yeah, the House. It hasn't been voted on in the Senate. Okay. I didn't know if it... When did they do that? It's been like a week, so I, I don't know. know. It's been... Why? But I feel like if, if it did get voted on, we would have heard about it. Yeah, but... yeah, I haven't heard anything about it. I just know it passed the House, and then it was like the day after, people were like, it will not pass the Senate, which is mm -hmm. how it, you know, sounds it will actually go and happen, but I haven't heard anything since then, so... Yeah, so I don't know if they're just going to heavily modify it or just cut it down altogether. But that's we'll, we'll definitely see. Yeah, because they're saying, well, we're just going to move on to just opening everything up instead of <laughs> actually trying to. Uh, yeah. Have you seen the uh, pictures around Facebook of all that shit? Like the Ozarks and there was I think it was uh, Lake Geneva. Just people just flocked in the streets. Just oh. no social distancing, no masks, huddled up assholes to elbows. Yikes. Not looking good. Downtown Hudson is pretty bad too. Yeah. Every time I drive through it, it's oh, yeah. packed. I drove people. through the other day. Oh, yeah. oh, and like it was like a Wednesday yeah. at like two. 
So it wasn't even like people were just turning up, man. Yeah, we got them pandemic checks. Bars are open. (laughs) What's fucking good? Oh no, it's seventy degrees out. Tits out for Harambe. And then they're acting like all this like spike in cases. I hate when they like preemptively say like as they started opening up, people on Twitter were saying, "Let's just let's just skip the part where we say that all these cases are spiking because we opened up." It's like. Like, they're already trying to say that yeah. we're going to create this hoax. Yeah. And it's like, what do you, like, that's literally what would happen. Yeah. 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 So you can't just, like, say it's a hoax before it happens. Like, that are, that just shows that you're not going to believe anything. Did you right. watch, I found it this morning. I'll have to try to find it again. It was uh, a girl was, or a, a woman was vlogging her, um, I guess you could say, what, 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 what's the word? What's the right word? Journey with coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So I think believe she was a nurse. She ended up contracting it, and then she like vlogged every day her life as as it progressively got worse, and she ended up dying. Really? Yeah. No. There was one one part where she's on a mask, can't fuck. She's like, I feel like I'm dying. Oh, no. She was like, Please God, help me. And then the last like part of the video was her can't even talk, hooked up to all kinds of shit. Her son graduated, and I think she died either two hours. I don't remember if it said two hours or the next day after her son graduated high school. That's awful. Oh See, if this like, if that, that happened to like one of those yeah. people who are downtown right now, like yeah. partying it up, saying like "fuck the mask," I have my freedom. If that happened in their family, I just it's just so sad that people and can't see beyond what's happening in their own fucking life and it's so don't care because they can't relate to it yeah just yeah like, oh, and that's the, that's the sad part is they're not going to be able to relate to it until it happens to them and i yeah. wouldn't wish anyone have a you know happen to them but then again i kind of do yeah, because like, like we need to take this like, shit you know seriously what? yeah that dick on facebook keeps posting about his freedom in america <laughs> <laughs> well it's, it's not an issue of freedom like somebody yeah. posted like all you people who are just giving up your freedom so quickly, you should be ashamed on today on Memorial Day. Day because all these people, these brave Fu- men and women fought so hard for your freedom and you're giving it up. It's like maybe you should feel ashamed because you're not taking like seriously an act that we should do to yeah. better our country. Just like those people. They gave up their freedom to, to fight save- for the better of their country. Yeah. So why can't you give up the tiny freedom of not being able to go into a fucking Wendy's without a mask on? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's like you're refusing to do like one tiny little thing. Like, yeah, I don't want to be inconvenienced when. And it's like, yeah, they fucking go fight in war for it. Here's like, my thing about the mask. You don't like a mask. You can't do you can't participate in Halloween no more because you wear a fucking <laughs> mask all day, all night long asking for free shit yeah. at people's houses. That's OK. Are you talking to all the eight year olds out there? Oh, I'm, I'm talking to everyone. <laughs> I everyone don't think likes everyone trick else or treating. is getting free shit wearing a mask. No, I'm Halloween. saying trick or treating. If you, speaking of Halloween, who goes trick or treating as an adult not wearing a mask? You right take now? your kids, don't you? Not you specifically, Do, but parents take their kids, get their kids all dressed up. My dad, you, my dad, if we ask him to, he'll get a costume and he'll wear a fucking costume. Like two years ago, remember? Yeah, he would go trick or <clears throat> trick or treat. <laughs> <laughs> but some some parents. And and some families are still really big into that, you know, dressing up, all that shit. But it's you you do that like it's not the mask literally just covers nostrils to mouth, you know, and a little bit of your cheeks. It's not inhibiting you from going to the store still. I think too, like people complaining about wearing them at work, like I don't want to have to do it, but obviously I'm going to do it because that's what you have to do. Because my face gets all sweaty and whatever. I get bitching about it, but not like refusing to do it, especially when you're going into a store for ten minutes. I think that's going to be the hardest thing 
in aspects of our job is because we get sweaty yeah. and then trying to move the mask when we're sweaty because you know that's just going to start to rub. Dude, so it our gets biggest really fucking itchy right there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so you're in for a treat. In in terms of us specifically, I feel like it's going to be interesting how we deal with that because that's the thing is we're not supposed to touch our faces, but we're going to need to touch the faces oh, yeah. and remove them. So it's going to be interesting to see. Hopefully, I can get away with wearing my hat. I'll say that my hair has COVID, but I don't, and so I need to keep the hat on. <laughs> right. Okay. So you guys were talking Dude, about Matt's how, like... Dude, not there anymore. You're going to be fine. Yeah. Chelsea always wears hats. So yeah. if Tom says something, I'll just be like, oh, um, about how, like, people aren't going to take it seriously until it affects them, like, personally. Yeah. Well, I work in jails, and one of the CEOs who was just, like, always bitching about, like, this stuff is stupid shit. Can't wait for the office to be over. And the other day, he's like... Have you even like known anybody that's had it? It's like I don't even know anybody. Everybody I talk to, they say I don't know anybody. I was like, um, well, yeah, somebody that I used to work with, her dad just died from it. Like I just saw on Facebook, yeah. and he's like, oh, well, how how old was he, huh? I was like, he was like fifty, fifty five. He's like, oh, bet he was a smoker though. And it's like I'm just gonna keep making so, fucking excuses. Yeah, exactly. Like, keep justifying it. Yeah. So it's, what do you say about the kids who have died? You know. Oh, they were young anyways. Their immune system well, I think his point good. was that it's a hoax. Like, yeah, it's, or like that, like there's not that many, like, oh yeah, maybe, you know, a few thousand kids, but that's not that many. That's you know, the thing. Like, though, how, if think, you don't know any, then it can't be that much. I think because the survival rate has gotten to a point where it's pretty high. People are like, if I get it, I'll fucking survive. No problem. You know, or I'm not going to get it at all. But it's it's not the way you should be thinking. It's the yeah. people who do get it and don't survive. Yeah. If there's any matter. possible way that you could save a, a life, yeah. a stranger's life, whether you know them, whether you don't, wouldn't you fucking do it? Like, that's the whole reason I didn't go home during this quarantine. Yeah. My mom wanted me to go home for um, my sister's graduation. And I was like, you know, if I go home, I had two options, either stay at my mom's house, which realistically. You could get your mom sick too. Well, not you only that, know if is if I go home and don't visit my dad or his side of the family. That's just, I couldn't do that because I'm so far away from my family. Yeah, I want to see everyone. But then I wouldn't be able to go to my grandma's house because she has, she, she's very sick, you know, and I wouldn't want to risk yeah. even getting her sick, being around her. Yeah, it's not you know? worth it. And then it's the fact that, oh, I didn't go see my grandma. Then I feel bad. Yeah. You know, so there's just so many things of like, I don't want to, most, most importantly, the people that I know and love in my family, but. Other people, too. Like, I wouldn't want, you know, to accidentally brush against someone or however, you know, and fucking kill them or their family. Right. Or, you know, mm-hmm. Anyone. You just be thinking about it for, like, the next month. Like, is my grandma going to get yeah. sick? Is my yeah. mom going to get sick? And then you they get sick and you're like, oh, well, I know that was definitely yeah. because of me. And then it's my stepmom works in a nursing home. And it's like, and my mom, my mom does stuff for nursing homes, too. And I'm always like, my mom got yeah, quarantined so a month ago because uh, they had, she had come into a contact with a guy who possibly had it. So she got quarantined for I think it was like 15 days. Mm-hmm. Luckily, she didn't have it, but it's just, it's crazy. I wonder how they're going to deal with that at our work. Did you guys talk to them about it? I guess they're going to talk about it I, tomorrow, no, I but uh, he was saying that you, there's no points anymore for until this is over. I'm taking um, every day off, man. Vapes, nicotine. I'll cough randomly all the time after hitting them, oh, and yeah. then people will just look at me and like, it's it's a nicotine yeah. call. And another thing that I find really interesting about that is I've always ran warm body temperature wise. Like I've always ran warm and some days I'll wake up with like a low grade fever. Yeah. Always has been that way. So it's like, what do I do? Like, I know I'm healthy. It's something I've always no, had. You fucking go. Though I just go home. But yeah. the thing though is like, I've 
always done. You know, I'd be a sweaty bitch right now. Yeah. The nose be, is sweating. I'd be wiping be, uh, that shit all day. I, <laughs> I run warm as a person. Your body temperature has to be 100.5 or higher. 100.5 yeah, or higher. For, that's like the official CDC. Okay. If it's that okay. much or if it's lower than that, then you don't have to go home or like stay home from work. Okay. All like right. every. Because aren't they mandating that we take jail. our temperature every morning now? Right. Yeah. I just wish that if there are, you have symptoms or whatever, even if they're mild or whatever, if somebody's coughing, if somebody's sneezing, whatever, mm-hmm. they just go home and stay home for a day or two and then come back if they're fine. Not just that it just seems like there's so many rules yeah. in order to be able to stay home, of course, with and, our work. And there's so many rules in order to open. Why not just be safe and wait it out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, just, and that's another thing. Um, Is the testing still free? Is it? Is it? I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. I didn't I didn't know if it was if it's they just, change or anything like that. It's just if can you actually get a test? So are we going to we'd have to pay for an appointment and stuff, too? No. You can go to like, they have like testing centers and stuff. Or if you go to a hospital, then you shouldn't have to pay for an appointment. Although some people, there are some things where like people are falling through the cracks and having to pay like tens of thousands of dollars for treatment, but not testing, I don't think. Okay. God, this sucks. Telling you, my dad told me you can go to Menards and get full body fucking white suits. We'd be sweating our asses off. Yeah, but ain't no, ain't no virus getting in that bitch. (laughs) I should invest in one of those hazmat ones, the ones that have like the little fan in them. Oh yeah, like yeah. the hundred dollar ones, and just show up to work. Cause not you only should, you're in the donation not center. Not only will it keep me safe, it'll probably deter other people from coming. Oh fuck, that guy's got a fucking hazmat suit on. <laughs> fuck, no, I ain't going in that bitch. And just be like, coughing the whole time you're yeah, in there. I was coughing in the mask. It's fogging <laughs> up, and there's there's condensation dripping on the mask. You leave like fucking trail of sweat with every. Person. <laughs> no one's gonna. I come donate. out of it, and I've lost thirty pounds. Hell yeah! It's like a fucking sauna in that bitch. Yeah, I've got like four piss jugs in here, (laughs) boiling. (laughs) I need someone to come to the bathroom and unzip me because man, I got a rock of fucking piss right now. (laughs) Gross. Am I farting uh, in those things? Disgusting. (laughs) So Columbia University just released a study that showed that, um, what was it, thirty? Oh, fuck, I didn't write it down. Oh, 36,000 deaths could have been avoided if the lockdowns and stay and social distancing guidelines started sooner. 36,000? Yep. That's sad. It really infuriates me. And then uh, Trump responded by saying Columbia is a liberal, disgraceful institution to write that because all the people that they cater to were for months after me. Did you see what else? The, the, the one big interview that I saw, I think, all last week, he's like, the one thing the media doesn't doesn't want to portray, we do more tests. More tests means more cases. Yeah. We're doing more testing. It's a great thing. More tests, more cases. That's how it is. The media's not going to say that. I was like, dude, <laughs> we come on. are way short on tests. Like, yeah, yeah, we do more testing, but we have a gigantic, like, each state is like the size of a country. Yeah. We so if doing we're doing more. as much, it's like, yeah, the entire so country is doing more number. tests than like Iowa. Yeah. That doesn't make a big difference. Like, our percentage, like, yeah, per capita is way lower compared to other countries. It'd be great to test people, too, to know if they're asymptomatic. Yeah. You know? Like, those people aren't going in to get tests because they're not showing symptoms, but they're spreading it. So everybody should get a test so we know. Well, I I was watching a a YouTube video about that, about they were a, a more efficient way to test would just be testing anyone and everyone. People who you know probably have it, people who have symptoms, and people who feel just fine. And then also they were doing um, another idea was 
anyone who tests positive, anyone they've been in contact with, testing them, and then anyone they've been in contact testing yes. them. To re- so really, yeah. then you'll we find should all who... get tested because we were with my cousins and they're working with the person who was in the apartments that had the outbreak in our town. Yeah. Oh. I told you guys that. Yeah, you did. That's scary. So, like, if we actually had a reasonable amount of tests, we could test everybody. We'd have more accurate data, like how many people have it, how many are asymptomatic, what are the actual chances, yeah. what's the real death rate. But we don't have a... That's why it pisses me off that everybody's protesting the lockdowns, because it's like, yeah, the lockdowns are causing an economic crisis, but we only have to do these lockdowns because we don't have tests. Yeah. And there's no, like, reasonable protocol in place for a pandemic right now, because everything got canceled out in 2018. So now we are facing an economic crisis, but it's not the fault of the lockdowns. It's the fault of the fact that we don't have like tests and shit. And then you have people mm-hmm. like their communities, like my hometown, there was an outbreak and they like the city made a statement saying we want everybody to come take a test. Like, obviously, we're not going to force people to take tests, but we are trying to get everybody to take one. That way we know how many people in the community actually have it and have more reliable data. And everybody's like. Fuck that. I'm not taking a test. My body, my choice. Yeah. Well, and I know a lot of people, uh, I was reading an article in New York. A lot of people were, um, they were, I think, mandating tests or had test centers open. And then they were like, um, I think it was the National Guard was helping run it. And they were like, why is the National Guard taking down our VIN numbers for our cars? And it was this big, elaborate conspiracy about how they're tracking you now and yada this and yada that. So a lot of people have that fear mongering type of conspiracy that the government's, you know, after them. Mm-hmm. And really, I think the uh, I think they were like, um, we're kind of killing two birds with one stone. We're testing people, and then we're just looking for stolen vehicles. I think is what they actually like came out and <laughs> really? said. But yeah, they were like, we're they were for. I think they might have been in a high population well, area. They were just taking down. Were they asking you for your? DIN? I don't know if they were asking or just taking them. Because it's like if you just take it, then it's not gonna make a difference. Yeah. If like you don't know who that was attached, well, yeah. I guess if you take down like. We gave this person a test, and then you look up the VIN. See, I, I don't know how specifically they were doing it, but people were like, they're going to track you home and yada this The government and yada already that. has your fucking VIN. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> they're just like, if anything, they're just identifying where the vehicles are. But like, how are they going to track you home? Did they like put a fucking bug on your car? I after they put the GPS the, tracker. They probably had a fucking micro tracker on the swab for the coronavirus test and they embedded it in your fucking nostrils. Oh my god. I bet you Bill way Gates. too many people believe that. Oh, I probably just said it and people are going to run with it. I'm going to be clipped. I'm going to show well, up on People are already News saying now. they're not taking the vaccine because they think Bill Gates is going to inject uh, tracking a chip, right? chips yeah. in with the vaccine. That's just wild. Is there but even like, a vaccine? Or that's when the vaccine's ready, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the whole pandemic conspiracy. And we're still, what, like fucking 12 months away from that? Because I think they usually say for a vaccine it takes at least 18 months. Yeah, but now they're saying, like, they keep, like, flip-flopping back and forth between, like, it might be the end of the year. And they're like, no, it's still going to be, like, another 18 months. I guarantee it's going to be at least another year. Yeah, because you need – part of it is time. It's not like they just can't do it fast enough. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Yeah. Next. Um, Oh, so anyway, so – he called that Columbia University study a disgrace. So, and then all, obviously all of his followers are like, yeah, this shit yeah. is bullshit. And it's like, that's the problem is like Trump just sees anything. He can just lie about it. And then you get like tens of thousands of people that just like believe him. 
outright. And then they're just like, all right, well, we believe Trump now instead of like the actual scientific studies. It's like the uh, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson yeah. study. Did you hear that? I did not. That uh, So Tucker Carlson was like an outlier in Fox. Like in January, he was warning people that the coronavirus is actually a big deal and we need to be wary about it. And then Fox, like 50% of the people that watch Fox are like 55 or 65 and older. So it's like a hugely vulnerable group. Yeah. And and then uh, Sean Hannity, he was telling people it's just the flu oh. and there's nothing to worry about. And it's just like a Democratic political hoax to try and beat down Donald Trump. And then in March, they found out. Um, so, like, yeah, January, Tucker started warning people. Sean Hannity didn't start warning people till Good March. Good for Tucker. And yeah, even though now he's flipped and now he's saying it's just a hoax. I'm not but, saying what he did now is good, but good but for Tucker then. Preparing people. So they did a study where they actually, um, they surveyed over a thousand people, which is a pretty good survey group, mm-hmm. um, that watch Fox, what they, what show they watch. They found that 30% more Sean Hannity viewers contracted coronavirus and 21% died. No compared shit. Compared to Tucker Carlson. Ooh. So a giant percentage, like you were more likely to die if you listen to Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity kills people. So you have, if Fox News does that, then imagine here. what like Donald Trump is doing yeah. by calling everything he doesn't like bullshit or everything that makes him look bad, telling people to start taking hydroxychloroquine and that there's no risk, like yeah. literally quote, no risk. Here's the real question. Not saying it's going to happen. Complete hypothetical. Do you think that if Later in line, there is a vaccine, and it does have a chip in it. If Trump says, go get it, you know, chip's going to save your life. You think people are going to just flip their switch and be like, oh, we have yeah, to get it. Yeah, I wonder. That's, that'd be Because the big thing is the government's really going to put a chip in the vaccine. If, if Trump okays it, are all his supporters that are diehard going to be like, yeah, I got the fuck chip right here, man. Yeah. Probably. Trump man said, get it. I fuck got it. Go get got. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I also do not trust him at all. But I trust him <laughs> with my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like uh, I who I do not trust at all, but I obey. <laughs> I do not question. <laughs> it's like uh, Mitt Romney. He put forward that what was it? Uh, um, hazard pay plan right before they came out the Heroes Act, and he just called it Patriot Pay. Oh, really? And then, and it's like Mitt Romney was like pushing for hazard pay for essential workers more than like the Democratic Party was, but he just called it Patriot Pay. And then that gets more Republicans on yeah. board with it. That's so crazy to think about because we talked about that before, how just wording something a little bit mm-hmm. different to pander to your specific audience, it could mean the exact same thing. Just make the chip look like a tiny American flag or like a tiny brick wall. That's what I'm saying. Just <laughs> make it look like Trump, a little Trump head. Ugh, gross. <laughs> no, thanks. I got a little piece of Trump right inside my body right now, and I've never felt more American in my entire life. <laughs> Take my guns, I'll fuck kill you. (laughs) (laughs) So true, though. (laughs) Yeah. So. uh, That's all I got. That's all you got. Well, I mean, I got... Bonnie had something. Mm -hmm. Oh, this morning? Yeah. Bonnie did some research. (laughs) That's just one article, okay? Hey, that's one more article than I looked at. Yeah, I'm looking at two. I just found something putting all the coronavirus deaths into perspective. Uh, we're at what ninety eight thousand deaths right now, and uh, one point seven million people have confirmed cases. Um, basically in the U.S. In the U.S. Well, no, U.S. worldwide. Wait, because oh, there's like a million deaths worldwide. No, a million it? confirmed in the U.S. But a million. One point seven million in cases. the U.S. Okay. 
Um, Yikes. Yeah. That really skyrocketed. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. That's almost 10% of the population. Almost 100,000 deaths. Almost 100,000 deaths. And basically putting it into perspective, um, more Americans have died of the coronavirus in the last 12 weeks than have died in Vietnam and Korean wars combined. Holy. Wow. Um, The death toll has nearly matched the number of people killed by the, the initial blast of the world's first atomic bombs dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Um, in terms of American deaths, is the equivalent of 22 Iraq wars, 33 September 11th attacks, 41 Afghan wars, and 42 Pearl Harbors. Okay, wow, my mind <laughs> is actually blown right now. Like, I knew this was serious, but like the way uh, America has reacted by all those things you just listed, yeah. and we're right now we're just like, eh, fuck it. And to yeah. put it into physical perspective, um, the U.S. Bank Stadium that the Minnesota Vikings play at can hold 66,000 people, and Lambeau Field can hold 88,000 people. So it's like a full packed house Lambeau Field. Yeah. Yeah. And if and then those people outside people tailgating. Died, Within, all wiped like, out like that. Yeah, my mind is almost more blown that it holds devastated. that many people. Oh, <laughs> I didn't Lambeau? know that. Oh, yeah. that's a lot of fucking people. historic Lambeau Field. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been there. It, it's a big stadium, yeah. But, but it, just it's think crazy. about if that happened at like in like a, a bombing. Yeah, we would everybody would, outrage. Like mm-hmm. we're going after the fuckers who yeah, did it. Yeah, we'd have a yearly memorial. Yeah, mm-hmm. silence. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah hundred yeah. percent. Like never Why? forget. Never forget. Well, even something... You should send that to me because I'm a post Very low-grade scale, but, like, the Boston bombing didn't kill nearly as many people, but, I mean, we talked about that for years. Right. We still talk about September 11th attacks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, like, more people have died... What did you say? Like, 22, 23 9-11 attacks? 33 September 11th 33. Attacks. So, imagine that happened 33 times in 12 weeks. And yeah, we went we to a be, fucking be war. Like, yeah. And that caused a war that doesn't even... Didn't even... Yeah. Like, cover... Cover the amount of deaths it's that we're yeah. facing here. insane. But I don't know no one who never had that no fucking Rona Kyrus. What? So what? I, what? he was like 50, 55. Yeah, he probably smoked. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He drank every fucking day. He had bad heart. I could see it right through his chest. He had bad heart. Yeah, he's going to die either yeah, way. I, hey, I got my GED. I know he had bad heart. <laughs> pew, pew, motherfucker. Pew, pew. It's just, it's crazy to think about. And especially when you put it in perspective like that. Right. That actually, like, and people mind. still think it's a hoax or still think it's not a big deal. And it's like, if you were to be on, if you were to be watching the TV, but the right flu now, kills more people every two years. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, it's gone up to two years now, their argument. Well, because the flu kills, what, 30 to 80,000 people a year? Yeah. But this has and been so, two months. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's exactly. Beyond that. So, yeah, it's, but that's what their argument is. So now they'll be like, well, we lose that many people in two years of the flu plus car accidents. Fucking insane, insane. In the so when brain. during World War Two, it's like, all right, World War Two happened, and so they bombed Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. Everybody flipped the fuck out, yeah. and then mm-hmm. we finally were like, all right, we're going to war now with Japan, and then eventually Germany. And it's like we had to give up like so much just to like fight for that like collective effort. I will say we did war. a good job staying out of that war until we didn't. Yeah. We we held out. <laughs> yeah. We weren't minding our own business. And then Japan said, hey, watch this. And and they fucked up. So here's what FDR said when we first started going to war, because he was the president. Good old FDR? That, yeah. He was the one when we were bombed and then went into war. Yeah. What year is that? that? Like 64? That we went to World War Two. Yeah. It was 63. Early, earlier than that. Because it started in what, like 59 or some shit like no, that? No, 40s. 
World War II? World War Wait. II started in 41. And oh, I'm thinking 45. 45. I'm thinking 45. It ended in 45. Oh, so we probably went in like 43. No, 1940, 41. Yeah. We didn't go in the beginning. We didn't. You no, know, that's no. when we went, though. So we, it started previous to that because the war had been going it, on for a little bit. It started like that. 38, 39 was when Hitler rose to power. Okay. All right. See, wow, this is why Bonnie's 60s. here. What the fuck am I thinking? What? Yeah, I, knew it was I like history. 39 to 45, and we, we joined in what, 41? I think it was 40, a few years after. Yeah, 41 or so. Okay. So, and then, so he had an announcement or like, because he would do those like fireside chats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of his things he said is, we shall give up conveniences and modify the routine of our lives if our country asks us to do so. We'll do it cheerfully, remembering that the common enemy seeks to destroy every home and every freedom and every part of our land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. American and life. people embrace that. Oh, it's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. Literally say that today. And it's like, doesn't that make sense? No, yeah. they're going to be like, but my freedom, though. But that, but that yeah, was but the thing is you're giving up, not really giving up freedom, but your Saving current your way up, of life. Yeah. You're giving American up conveniences, modifying your, your structure, your routine. We're all to one family and we're yeah. trying to save each other. Mm-hmm. A little teamwork. But you I, ever heard I think, of that? I, and I want to share the whole quote, but then I don't because the first, it was three high purposes for every American. We shall not demand special gains or special privileges privileges or advantages for any one group or occupation. But then the number one is we shall not stop work for a single day. So it doesn't really fit yeah. to say that today. But that was a different context. No, but, that, but it's also that's a different, different enemy. You were One is yeah. you're fighting on a different front and you're fighting a, a, mean... a foreign force. This one is something that's on our on, in our back porch, on yeah. our front lawn, in mm-hmm. our that we can't see right yeah. now. It's the invisible threat, you know, that's... A hundred percent there, but people are taking for granted. Yeah, and people it, were saying that we will not work, stop working for one day. That's us working, though. It doesn't have to yeah, mean like you employment. Put in con- what it's kind not of work a is it for them to work back then? Yeah, during yeah. the war. And it's like, what kind of work is it? Yeah. And a lot of people, like for us, like staying home is like the working, like is the work that, that we need you have to, to do, do right now. And then, like, not. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I didn't and know like, where I was going it, with that. And like you when you, I lost what? my train of thought. So it's, <laughs> it, yeah, it is what you do. But it gives people that don't think about it an immediate out. Yeah, because they'll see like, well, yeah, but the first party said that, and it's like, that's a different context. But like, well, yours is a different context. No, it isn't. Oh yeah. Where'd you get that? Um, I saw it on Yahoo.com, but I got it from the New York Times. Okay. Off oh, the New York Times. Can you even trust them? I don't. I can't even read them because I don't want to pay a fucking dollar to subscribe. <laughs> I know yeah. it's annoying. I'm always looking at it and I get down like, oh, there's the second page. Yeah, then the thing yeah. pops up and it's you're like, like, fuck, dumb bitch. Washington Post <laughs> does that to me too. Yeah, I was able to so get on much. the Washington Post one last night and it didn't do that to me. Sometimes I was, I... I was waiting. I kept scrolling down. I'm like, where are you at, fucker? And it never popped up. And I was like, Damn. yeah. Sometimes you can <laughs> reading as fast as you can. Sometimes <laughs> I just go and I scream. But then it was it. a terrible article. Didn't That's probably why you didn't have to pay for it. Oh my god, it was so. Like for the Washington Post, it was the most right winged thing I'd ever seen in my oh, entire really? life. Oh, yeah. like huh. toxic right winged. <laughs> like I, like the first toxic two points because it was it. Well, I was looking up like um, again things that Trump supporters like that he's done so far, and the, an article popped up, and I was like, okay, like you know, I, I was thinking it'll be kind of a more liberal stance on things that you know. Oh, totally right winged. Oh my god, it talked about building the fucking wall. <laughs> and the guy was like, he he promised that wall and he delivered. And I was like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. That's what the article said. And it was just <laughs> so, and it was talking about um, the Paris Accord. And it was like, he got us out of the terrible, terrible thing known as the, ter- like, it was Wait, terrible journalism. Was it Trump's accomplishments off the White House? No, gov- I looked at website? that too. And because that was it said terrible. Say, he got us out of the job killing, illegal, yeah. 
Paris Climate Agreement. That was the first one I got on. I'm like, oh, it's the White House. Maybe it won't be so. And then I was like, oh, this is terrible. Oh, this is terrible. Like, it was literally typed the way Trump speaks. And I yeah. was like, oh, this is bad. That's what on the White House website is yeah. Trump's accomplishments. And I was like, Trump definitely wrote this. Or he, had, he at least punched it up. <laughs> like, I used, a, I used a shit. few from those that weren't, like, written the way he speaks. They were actually, they sounded um, smart. Mm. But no, this other one, um, believe it was the Washington Post, but it was just completely biased. Terrible. So I didn't yeah. use it. I was like, I'm not going to use this source. Because like, the moment so, Steve looks up this source, he's going to have a fucking field day with it. Yeah, a I will. A field day. I'm going to see if I can bring it up just so you can look at it. Sometimes I go on New York Times and then I uh, disconnect from the internet really quick. <laughs> and then I go to another browser page. And then when I go back to it, it's not connected. So that pop-up doesn't happen. And I can just... Free browse the whole article. There you go. I love having a little coding knowledge, so I'll go in like the source code of the website and just delete the pop up that happens. Ooh. Really? Yeah, you can do that. Smarty How do you do that? Well, I guess if you is it pretty easy to find? Yeah. Like it says like shitty pop up, and you just erase <laughs> that. Um, it's a little more complicated than that, but <laughs> you just start deleting like things like the font and the color of the background and whatever. Ooh, mm. fun. Like pro tip, John. What you got? Yeah, John. I I am I I found the um the article. It's by Mark A. Thyssen Thiessen from the Washington Post. I didn't see this last night, but he also has a column of the listing of the ten worst things Trump did. But he, this is the the ten best things Trump did in 2019 by the Washington Post. So is this what you were talking about, or is this like the thing that you didn't? This is the thing that I from? I didn't want to read from because it was just it okay. was. I, the only thing that I wrote down, I think, was he stood with, with the people from Hong Kong. I wrote that down because that that wasn't a, a terribly writ bullet point. But um, where's the last one? His tariff threats. His tariff threats forced Mexico to crack down on illegal immigrants, and it just goes about how illegal immigrants and. Apparently, Mexican immigrants are just the worst things in the world. And then he delivered the biggest blow to Planned Parenthood in three decades. I didn't want to write that down because that's fucking stupid as shit. Mm-hmm. Um, they wrote one that said he ordered the operation that killed Islamic leaders, state leader Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. But it was written weird. And then it was like, um, the way they read it is it started with, it was a high risk mission. Like, it was a fucking action movie. Um... What was the last one? Where's it at? Where'd it go? Oh, I lost it. And then another one was just, uh, he's appointing conservative judges at a record high. So there was like some. That's not even an accomplishment. That's yeah, like a normal, a normal thing presidents do. Like they appoint judges, you know? It's just like not everybody gets to do it because it depends on whether or not a judge retires or dies. Yeah. So it's like, that's why people are flipping out about not voting for Joe Biden because there's going to be another Supreme Court. Like, uh, Clarence Thomas during the Anita Hill trying trials that joe biden was like the head of the committee the yeah. judiciary committee and then he just totally rigged that whole trial we against should do him. a whole episode on that or you're talking about it in your youtube channel i already did a whole Good. thing on it it was the most messed up thing i think i've ever seen yeah but i didn't go into like all the stuff that i read i don't i only have like a few points because oh, i didn't want to do should. like a 40 minute video yeah but um that judge is still for like 30 years later he's still a judge and he's still and then a terrible person. Now there's going to be another person that is retiring, I guess. I don't know. So then it's either going to be Joe Biden or Donald Trump picks the next judge. And Donald Trump already picked two. And there's what? There's only nine. He's picked three now. Three? Yeah. So 
and they're they're not like strictly you know Democrat or Republican yeah. because it's the judiciary branch. It's not really how it works, but they definitely you pick conservative judges or yeah. more liberal. If judges. you can give yourself a a slight edge having more conservative yeah. than so right now i think people. it's five to four it like that five why isn't there like a number like we have to have this many liberals this many democrats this many republicans why isn't it well, like because that? parties so that and we politics even... evolve so you can't just have it strictly be and, the, and it's one, like a fluid yeah. circumstance so and parties can, are always looking to get the edge so. like what if one party ends up being you know like the nazi party it's like but we still need four nazis yeah so you can't really... Yeah, but that's not the situation we're looking at. But the Nazis wouldn't have thought that was the situation they were looking at. If we when... had other people that were there to say, hey, this isn't right in the party, then it would work out well. Well, the thing that, that makes our... Because there's our systems of government where you vote for the party, and then I think that party chooses who gets put into public yeah. office. But we have a different system where you vote for the individual who's tied to a party, but they can still act independently, independent to their party. They don't have to vote with their party. So because of that, it's not going to be like a strict partisan, this many in this party and this many in that. You're, it's more strictly the individual that you're voting for than it is the party. Like the party is like a backdrop to yeah. the individual that you're voting for. I just think that it starts to get too unified. You know what I'm saying? Like we need well, more perspective perspectives involved in making all these decisions for all these people who have different views we're not well, all republicans and the republicans are voting in republicans and well that's why we have to vote in democratic president if you want a democratic supreme court judge picked you know so people are saying that's their priority they're like yeah we don't agree with biden but i prioritize getting trump out and then having not another shitty supreme court judge so it's like, that's why I don't disagree with people that want to still vote for Joe Biden, because that is a very important issue. But it, it's just a, a matter of what is your priority. You know, are you willing to let like vote in anybody because you don't want Donald Trump and you don't give a fuck who it is? You know, somebody that boils babies and eats them. If that's OK with you, then. All right. But it just depends if that's a priority to you. Hmm. Priorities. So that's where the uh, like keeping things balanced comes into play by voting in Congress and the president. Which the Congress is like the, I mean, I guess the executive branch is kind of like it kind of wavers between how much power goes between the two. But Congress doesn't like people don't focus enough because Congress is the most direct representation of the people. Yeah. Way more than the president. Yeah. Yet everybody's like looking forward to voting for president, but they don't involve themselves in Congress like senator or senator house yeah elections at all and it's like that's what people need to be voting on because that's your actual that. representation tell us why someone just got disconnected i think yeah oh was it oh you know what i vaguely remember um God, it must have been high school or middle school because i was immature then but um i think it was speaker of the house um boehner when he was speaker of the house hmm. i just remember always calling him boner Remember, really? Yeah. You, I don't remember Boehner. I think it was John Boehner, but his name is spelled like Boner. Not like, uh, it specifically, it was like B-O-H, and then it was like E-N-E-R or some shit, but we always called him Boner. It was hilarious. Like that guy who got uh, accused of sexual assault and his last name was Wiener? What? Yeah. I've never heard of this. Wiener? Yeah. Oh, For another sure. um, perspective thing that I saw on um, Facebook was we... Have been in quarantine longer 
than Brock Turner was in jail. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Nope. Serious. Which is so fucked up. Jesus, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> but wasn't he going to medical school or something? He was a swimmer, I believe. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. he was a swimmer? Yeah, he was He was a really good athlete, and if he had that anything is... negative happen, it could uh, negatively affect his future. And what did he say? His, he might dad, not be able to... his dad's made the statement, um, mm-hmm. he shouldn't be punished so harshly for like 20 seconds of fun yeah. or some shit yep. like that is what his dad said. That's so fucked up. Uh, you raped a girl Somebody and needs got to go caught. Break his, like, kneecap well, well, and the right? thing is like one of the guys who stopped it from happening when the police were um like inter- like uh getting a statement from him was like crying because of how bad it was like when he came like when he mm-hmm. saw what was happening yeah he was a good swimmer so it's like yeah we don't want to ruin his future and, because of um, it's like that's what consequences are like literally by yeah. definition yeah it was mm-hmm. and then they were talking about how in one of the articles um that was uh printed out about him during like they're talking about he raped a woman he did he got caught Mm -hmm. but the reason why he isn't getting in more trouble is because you know he's a good kid with a good future he shouldn't punish him for that and they posted his times like i believe he was a swimmer his swimming times in the article about him raping someone (laughs) to show how good of an athlete he was yeah wow it's so fucked like possible future olympian swimmer yeah does something (laughs) that's probably what the headline was insane there's some perspective there. Yeah. Fuck so, Brock Turner. I mean, there's Brock no way Turner. that he's so is he he's already out of jail? Oh, he, yeah, nobody, yeah. This was yeah. this was what two years nobody's ago. Nobody's kneecapped him. Oh, if I see him in the streets, I'll kneecap his ass. Yeah, but I mean nobody Oh, I'm sure look it up. he's I'm pretty sure he's comes from a very affluent family. I'm Before sure I forget Matthew Weiner <laughs> denies sexual misconduct allegation. Why does that name was that he a, a mayor or something? Matthew Weiner. Um, I definitely know that name. I think he I don't know. He, I don't know what he was. Was I think he was in politics of some sort? Because now I remember. Because he's got like a rat face, if I remember correctly. <laughs> yeah, rat yeah, rat yeah. Face. His name is Matthew Weiner. Has anybody kneecapped Rock? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Please say yes. And the uh, I remember reading about it, and the girl who got raped was like going to a party with her younger sister. Like she didn't even want to. The Brock Turner one, or yeah, yeah oh, she yeah. was like escorting. She her didn't even want to go. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No. And then she ended up getting drugs or you something. Guys, the world. Taken behind a dumpster and raped. Breaks my heart, that poor woman. But thank God those two people were there. Yeah. Those two men for who real. stopped it. Thank God for that. I mean, I wish they could have got there sooner, but. Did they beat the shit out of him? Pro- I think they just they held him chase there. Him down yeah, they chased him down and I Ew, think just kind of did like a citizen's scumbag. arrest type thing. I can't even. Bro, yeah, I was behind a dumpster. Yeah. Wasn't it? All I'm yeah. saying, if I catch someone in the act of raping someone, they're not going to look pretty. Like that's there, there's lines drawn in the sand like it's one thing to fight someone over some stupid shit but if you're f- yeah and then you're gonna get arrested i don't care <laughs> be like, why'd you get arrested i beat the fuck out of a rapist they're gonna go you're good you're good <laughs> you're good oh, like, nobody's that, nobody's kneecap that's yet. the thing is when it comes to like prison if you're a rapist or a woman abuser or a child molester you are the scum of the prison so if you get put in the prison for beating the fuck out of a child molester or rapist you're pretty much safe. You're good. You're top tier. Wait, what were you saying? I I would if I if I were to ever find someone raping someone and just beat the shit out of them, it was like, well, you're probably gonna get in trouble. I'm like, it's fucking worth it. <laughs> oh, oh, if you go to jail for oh, beating yeah. up a yeah. rapist, yeah, they're gonna be like, what are you in for? I beat the fuck out of a rapist. They're gonna go, knuckle bump. Yeah, like, like the guy that uh, <laughs> some guy that. raped some other guy's daughter, and like one of his friends, 
and his friend didn't know that he knew, so he invited him over for dinner one night, and then he like tied him to a chair and cut his balls off. Damn. Yeah, yeah that's and a little. No. I would do that. That's fucking, a, that's fucking that's rape my daughter. You're fucking getting your balls cut off. Round of applause. He's lucky he didn't get wor- sodomized. Yeah, I take a heavy stance on that shit. Mm-mm. I always struggle between two wrongs don't make a right, and it depends how wrong fucking... the wrongs are. Lily, I promise you that if anyone ever rapes you, I will kill them. Thank you. Maybe not t- actually death, but they're gonna want death. Yeah, <laughs> I promise too, you. Bonnie. If anybody ever rapes you, John will kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Pussy. Just kidding. I will too. Just kidding. Don't. We're showing up with baseball bats. I won't kill them because that's too. I don't that, believe that in the death that, penalty, like, so. Oh, it's gonna they're not gonna feel good. Yeah, yeah but like fractured skull possibilities. To, you want them to live with their mis- mistake. Right. So know? kneecap both of them. Both knees. Bop bop. Then they got a gimp. Why do you gimp, sir? I got <laughs> fucked beat out of me when I was raping someone. Yeah. <laughs> well, you fucking deserved it. <laughs> hmm Ooh, we should uh brand people like they did in the old days if you were a, oh. a stealer. Or like an adulteress, you had to It'd be like yeah. theft. You know? Yeah, scarred to your face. You, know, you should they, do that to rapists. They do that. Oh, what what was it? What kind I of was, scar, though? A penis on your forehead, or just a big R for rapists. Right. Yeah. What what if they just think it's retard? Well, <laughs> Steve, <laughs> beep that oh. out. Oh fuck. But no, I was I was uh, one time I was watching a show. I think it was about gang members. Um, how they um like would prosecute in air quotes other gang members who fucked up like if they stole shit they'd cut their fingers off if they didn't mm-hmm. do something they'd cut their ears off and it's just fucked up shit you do that to rape i think a brand would be really perfect because then people you know would be wary around them mm-hmm. and True. not have to do research on who lives by you like when i did that uh pedophiles in your area oh, and right. i found out we worked with one every day yeah. oh beep that out we do? We did. No, seriously, beep that. Tell me I later. don't want the world to know that. I'm so sad. I actually found out I worked with one. Really? Back home. Yeah, I was 16. It was my first job. doesn't count working with one if you are one. No, I'm not. That's wrong. <laughs> um, but he was a registered sex offender, and I was 16, and the people never told my mom. Oh, mm. no. And I worked there for like months, and then ended up quitting the job because I went back to school. And I found out later, and I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. What? See, you know, I really lucked out. You have the right I, to know. And granted, he never did anything to me. And like, there was ne- never like the awkward, like maybe he like the, he never put off that he was, which I'm I'm sure most people don't. Learned his you lesson. Know? But it was still, uh, I'm pretty sure, especially because I was 16, like legally, you would have to tell me and yeah, my parents. So. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Or like uh, murderers, they should get a brand. Well, they're in prison. Not, not, not forever. forever. Well, they should be. No, <laughs> <laughs> we need for for the next show. We need to do um, a recap and talk about the Aubrey case. What's going on right now? The Aubrey case. Yeah, um, Ahmed Ahmed Aubrey. The, oh uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. The guy that. African, yeah, because yeah. I believe oh, yeah, now so the sad. the guy who took the video. The guy who took the video is now is getting charged with murder. Yeah, yeah. Which I thought I was in. like that's. That's a little weird because it's like, I, I, don't, I guess I don't weird. know the circumstance, but it's like if something, there's like an altercation and you're like, well, I'm going to record it. Yeah. And then it's like, somebody's got a gun. I'm not going to get in the middle of yeah, it. Yeah, of course. But then no. I, I read that the lawyer told, or he released it because he thought that it would help prove the guys who killed him innocent. 
And I was like, all right, yeah, fuck, oh, yeah, fuck that well, And I saw another thing. They were like, they found videotaping of, um, I guess, Aubrey getting in trouble in like 2017 for burglary or some shit. But regardless of that, that was in 2017. And people yeah. were like, well, if you did it once, you did it again. And I'm like, the homeowner literally came out and said nothing was stolen. And I watched a really uh, cool video that they're talking about. Like, I've done it in a in a, de- a housing development. Like, plenty of people will walk into a housing development when it's getting built and look around. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And it was funny because the the guy who was doing it, or like, he was African American. He was talking about he's like white people do this shit all the time, and I'm like, they oh, really do. do. I, like, I did that when I was yeah. Kid. Like, so if curious. there's a, like a yeah. suburb and a housing development getting built, you go look oh, at the shit. Sure. You'll walk through it and look to see what it what it's like. Like, yeah, we used to I know climb plenty of people like didn't. I've done it. Yeah, yeah. 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 And well, even so, if he did, even if he like, it's like no matter what, you still shouldn't have chased the guy in a yeah. truck with a fucking shotgun. And he went yeah. he went over because it was what state was it? Georgia. Uh, I think so. Georgia, they went through the uh, statue of, of uh, what constitutes a citizen's arrest and like what things have to happen in order for you to be able um, to do that. Not citizen's murder, though. No, 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 no. Hold, let me get where I'm going. It was the things that have to be happening in order for you to make a legal citizen's arrest because you can get in trouble for making a citizen's arrest and it's like not real. You get mm-hmm. you can get, I think, fined and maybe small amount of jail time. I'm not sure. But they didn't. It didn't match any of the criteria, so yeah. they basically tried to do an illegal citizen's arrest and then shot someone. Mm-hmm. And Georgia also, I believe, has the stand your ground law, which means if your life is threatened, you can stand your ground. Which is literally what Aubrey did because people rolled up on him in a car with guns. Yeah, they're like, "Well, he attacked him." It's He's like, like, "He oh, grabbed the gun." I'm yeah. like. Yeah, he's standing his fucking ground. Two guys just roll up on with fucking guns. Yes. I'm gonna try to grab one of those fucking guns, like because yes. you I'm can't sorry. run away because yeah. they're obviously gonna fucking shoot you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or they're gonna hop back in the truck and fucking run you down. Yeah. So we definitely need to. But then why didn't they arrest him? They didn't arrest him until there was a public outcry about it, like after they released the video. They because that happened in February, and yeah. they're like, "We're not gonna charge them." They watched the video, then they released the video, and people are like. You're not going to charge them, and then they're like, "Oh, I guess yeah, we are going to charge them." Uh, but I think that's just that that typical, not typical, but the systematic racism that is very yeah, prominent yeah. in the country. How can they get like how? What's their excuse? I think it was before He's, the video came white. before the video came out. They were saying that um, Aubrey was the aggressor who grabbed the gun, and so oh, they were justifying. Yeah, it's not aggressive driving after so somebody. So they were justifying it as um, that it was self defense uh, for them. Yes. Which That's and then the video dumb. came out, and then the video came out of the homeowners. Um, there's a webcam around the street, uh, camera on the street of him. He literally, just goes in walking. A neighbor comes out and gets on the phone, and they played the uh, the 911 call. And he's like, he's just looking in the house. There's no trespassing signs, no fences, no nothing. And then um, I'm just, by the way it looks. This is also speculation, but he didn't take anything. But he came back out of the house, saw the neighbor, and then went running down the street, which I could easily take as because I know if I was like. Yeah, but you would call nine one one and be like, "Um, this guy went this way. It seemed a little suspicious." Well, he was the guy who made the nine one one call was not part of the shooting, right? He was I just know. A con- yeah, and so that's what he did. He's like, "Oh, he's running down the street not now." Like right. the guy was in the house, um, and that's that's a fair point for Aub- to justify Aubrey. If even though it was no trespassing, if you were to be at like a neighboring house and then someone shows up across the street, you would get out of the house. You know, yeah, just your mind works that way. Oh, maybe I'm not supposed to be in here. Let me get out now in case. Someone wants to talk to me, but no one said you can't go in there. There was no signs. He didn't steal anything. The homeowner. He didn't break yeah, a the, window. Yeah, to he get did, in. yeah, it was 
open up, didn't open a door or anything. Nothing was locked. The homeowner said he didn't steal anything. He took off running, and then I don't know how soon it was after that. The man's dead. I was riding my bike yesterday. I got a flat tire, and so I went walking in the woods while I was waiting for Lily to come pick me up. So I was like, oh, maybe look for some morels or something. And so I go down into the woods, and then I go up like this hill, and then I see a trail cam. And I'm like, oh, this is private property. And then I heard like some voices. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I just ran back to the road. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what if I got shot? Yeah, it's like, I didn't what? know I was like, I wasn't trying to like steal their fucking trail cams. Yeah. yeah. I was literally just wandering around because I was bored. But it's like, I was out in the middle of the country. It's like, they could have easily had some guns and like oh, chased yeah. me down. Mm-hmm. And if I'm within like three feet and one of them has a shotgun, I'm not going to try and run away because, yeah. you know, that shotgun's got that spread. Well, it depends on what kind like of they'll fucking kill you. Depends on what kind of shell they had in there. I'm sure they've got with or without a spread. Yeah, buckshot. You know, a little bit wider. Bird shot. Real nice, tight. You know. Yeah. I'm but sure. regardless, I'm sure if not they're going to give after you a benefit of the doubt, but because your skin is white, they probably wouldn't have shot you. They yeah, would have yeah. asked you what you were doing. But I'm white, and I was still. If I was black, I'd be even more freaked out. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sad. And it's that systematic racism that's so like, prevalent in America. They're like three feet away. You got buckshot or birdshot in that thing? <laughs> birdshot. All right, I'm going to run for it. <laughs> yeah, ask him politely what yeah. we got in there first. I cannot run that. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just a pelican? We're good. Buckshot, fuck. I'm going to come after you. <laughs> it's just it's just crazy. And I'm, I'm glad the video came out. I I still, I'm not 100% sure because I haven't looked at it. Um, I understand that the guy released the video. Um, and whether it was in attempts to clear the name of the people who did the shooting, um, why was he specifically arrested? Because it was felony murder, wasn't it? That he was arrested for? Yeah. I think so. So, I'm, what are the, what, you don't, we'll have to look that up. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you got about, uh, Trump? Well, I took, Chino um, Puff. I took the things that most Trump support. Because here's the deal, is I don't really 100% agree with everything he does. There's a few things I agree with, but I want it to be more of a, Let's talk about the things that the Trump supporters like the most mm-hmm. and see if we can pick them apart, talk about them, see if we ended up do agree about w- agree w- with them or just think they're typical Trump shit. So I took a little bit of notes, not too many. A little bit of notes, huh? A little bit of notes. It's a big notebook. Um, it's it big is. Red it's notebook. the only notebook I had. Um, the, the first ones that I saw were unemployment rates, excluding this year being record lows okay you um want, oh do you want me to wait well it's just the african-american being 21.2 percent hispanic uh or no sorry this is not unemployment this is poverty rates my bad this one is poverty rates being record low african-american being 21.2 percent and hispanic americans being 18.3 percent um and then it said asian americans as well but it didn't give a percent and i couldn't find it so that was something they didn't really mm-hmm. elaborate on it it was just kind of bullet pointed so that was something don't know what your thoughts are on that in terms of actual economics of why those things are either trending down or up. Um, well, yeah, if you look down at the like, you get into like the identity politics of it, then you can make it look good. But when you get into the overall big picture, is it still that thing that we discussed thing. how it's kind of off backing off Obama? Yeah, how yeah. It, economics are kind of trending well, from previous. Yeah, so they were trending down. Um, so the thing is, when the reason people think Trump's unemployment rates are so much better are because this is poverty he would rates. say, well, yeah, yeah. But when okay. you look at the poverty, but yeah. So the, uh, so I don't, I don't know the specifics of the poverty rates, but I think 
Because I, I always see that brought up that like, if you look at like the black poverty rate and that block and that poverty rate, but then you, so it goes down. But if you look at the uh, um, rate that it goes down at, so I don't have the exact uh, percentage for poverty rate, but like unemployment, it's like it's obviously there was momentum from the Obama administration, mm-hmm. so that's what kept it going down. So it's like yeah, it went down. But if you look at the trend of how far it's going down, it slowed down heavily. So it's not as soon as Obama took Trump took office. So like unemployment, Obama's last three years, there was and this is the other thing is like you have to look at real unemployment and then the official unemployment. So like U three is the official unemployment. That's just people who have looked for a job within the last four weeks but don't have a job. Real unemployment is like the actual number you should go by. It's the people who have either given up on looking for a job and haven't looked within four weeks, yeah. maybe a year. It includes the people who are working poor, which means they like, hold a full-time job and they're below the poverty line. Okay. Or people that want a full-time job and are actively looking for one, but they can't get more than a part-time job. Yep. When you look at those rates, so he would look at those rates mm-hmm. and he would reference those when he talks about Obama and his numbers. And then when it comes to him, he says those those are that's fake news okay and he goes by the official which is much lower it's usually like half so but if you look at those rates the u6 real unemployment rates obama's last three years he saw a 4.8 percent decrease in unemployment and then it switches to consistently Trump. over those last four years or from the, the last year to the no the the last three years so basically i'm going to roll from the last three years of obama first three years okay. of trump so right. that way it's like i'm not doing like you know Obama, you know, 12 years ago. Yeah. Okay. So it's the last three years. It was 4.8 from that point to the, till he, yeah. yeah, So it wasn't each year. I didn't know if it was. Yeah. Okay. No. So in three years, it went down 4.8%. Gotcha. Trump's first three years, it went down 1.7%. Okay. So that's almost a third. Yeah. So yeah, it went down, but obviously with that kind of momentum going down almost 5%, it's going to keep going down, but he fucking killed it. (laughs) Like he put like a fucking like speed bump on that bitch. Because right. it's slowed down. It's not going down nearly as fast. And then when you look at things like the median wage going up and stuff. Yeah, I saw that. It's like, yeah, the median wage probably went up, but it's like the average wage between me and Jeff Bezos is like $500 billion. Yeah. So it's like, that doesn't mean much. It's like, just because, you know, if those, like, we have what, 25% almost unemployed. Yet the like t- the richest people in the country have made like four hundred billion dollars in the last month. Yeah. So it's like they even it out. It's like just because the rich people are getting crazy fucking rich doesn't mean that the average household is getting richer. Okay. Good points. Yep. Um, the next one I saw was what women's unemployment um, is the lowest rate has been in sixty five years. I don't know if he's done anything specifically for women's rights in the workplaces or if that's just an overall consensus of more women are working uh well because of a culture change you know right like because overall yeah but overall like going off that obama momentum everything he does is gonna be lower than obama okay so it's like even though it's lower see i wish the article would have had like graphs showing that right it it just gave you bullet points yeah i that's what i I had a graph up okay still have it but um it didn't have like women's poverty though. It yeah, was it should the have unemployment. Like, um, a couple other side points on why. Yeah, I wish it would have. That would have been so much but nicer. But it's like yeah. it, it really got because I mean Obama was like 
he became president and it hit the peak because of the whole George Bush the yeah. recession. And then he got it going down and he got it down like at extremely low rates. Yeah. So as long as Donald Trump didn't make it go up, he it was going to have the lowest low. rates in so many years. Mm-hmm. So and it then, was that momentum. But if it was somebody who didn't slow down that momentum, yeah. it would have been even lower, well, questionably. Even another thing, because it's it's a very real thing, I think, is our social change um, in terms of women in workplaces. You know, women are becoming a lot more independent and empowered and not sticking to the women do the house jobs. Yeah, men we're do the getting work job. out of the whole uh, customary gender roles. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Which that is great. started like in the 50s. Yeah. Especially. So that really my doesn't. Grandma so like, what that. did Trump do? That's what I'm saying. So it doesn't. I, I'm I'm arguing the fact that it wasn't Trump specific. Yeah. It he's was, just stating economic facts. Yeah, it was the. I think more of the cultural change within um, yeah, gender roles have a in big America. Part in it. Especially considering the fact that the first two years of Trump Trump's presidency was a Republican trifecta. Mm-hmm. They had the Senate. They had the House. The, House, the presidency. And, yeah. and he slowed down the unemployment rate. By like thirty or sixty percent. What else did I have? What does the Pentagon do again? Like war shit. Yeah, I think Secretary of Defense and all that shit. Okay. Um. Expanded market access for farmers in Argentina, Brazil, Japan, and South Korea. Expanded market access? Yeah. So, um, Argentina, uh, we are now trading, I believe it's pork and beef. Um, Brazil, I think, is soybean. So, basically, not. I don't know if they were already open previously, but I guess there's more access and more deals being made with those countries to buy products from the U.S. So oh, yeah. Exporting. Mm-hmm. He did, like, he killed NAFTA. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, some like his trade stuff is probably the best stuff that he did, like saying that like Joe Biden supported NAFTA. So did Hillary Clinton. Yikes. And it's like that's one of the things that like he's going to destroy them on. Well, he mm-hmm. destroyed Hillary Clinton yeah. on it and then he's going to destroy Biden on it. And then, like he said, it was like the worst trade deal in the history of the yeah. U.S. It's like, yeah, that's right. The worst deal ever. So, yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. He's good at that kind of stuff. That's where he. Yeah. <clears throat> well that's the that's the that's that give and take too i think is um he's a businessman for so long people are like he's running the country as a business this right. is great we're getting great deals but then because he ran it as a business he got rid of the pandemic team right. and now we're mm-hmm. suffering exactly. now yeah. he's running it as a business yeah. not as so we are there's, one we don't need a business man. pros and cons to it exactly. in terms yeah. of we're getting better deals we're opening up new markets but then he made a business decision to get rid of something he think we didn't need well, and, and it bit us in the ass. Yes. And the thing is, like, a country, a government and a country and a society is so much different from a business. Yeah. It's not bottom line all the time. Like, growing the economy isn't the best thing you can do because growing the economy, he grew it, but at the sacrifice of, like, the working class and, like, the working poor and, like, the lower middle class and the lower class. Yeah. It's like those people got fucked, but the economy's better. Yeah. So that's it's like, so business-wise, to- he did a great job. Yeah, we got to consider that more. I feel like nobody thinks about that. Well, that's why people hate on socialism because it's like, well, that's not going to help. You wouldn't want socialism wouldn't exactly work in a business mindset, but it's like this isn't a fucking business. This is a country with people. Yeah. Right. Like people's lives at stake. Oh, what else we got here? Just um, like his 2017 tax cuts. It was the same thing. He just made it 
look better during his presidency. Like the tax cuts that expired. There was a new study that I just read that uh, they said that the 2025 tax cuts, they expire in 2025 yeah. for the middle class. 53% of Americans are going to pay more after that. And they said if those tax cuts get extended after that 2025 expiration date, it's going to hurt our economy because our economy is going to be hurting at that point. So he basically fucked over whoever's going to take over, which is probably oh, yeah. going to be a Democrat. So they're going to be like, we can't extend these tax cuts. Sorry, your taxes are going to go up because like they were too low for too long. Yeah. yeah. So it was literally just a business move. Like those tax cuts expire in 2025. The next president, if he wins a second term, which he assumes he's going to, takes office in 2025. That's one of the things that I heard first about politics when I was a kid was, oh, they're going to raise our taxes. And I never knew what that meant, but I knew people got really pissed about it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's still the way people think. Like, no, no taxes going up. Period. Why? What's it going to hurt? Questions we're not asking. Yeah, it depends where they're putting the taxes, yeah. the tax money too. But it's not always bad. Yeah, it's and not it's always not al- bad. Well, it's not always bad, but it's not always good to cut taxes. Yeah. You know, like in this instance, like it was just a business ploy mm-hmm. right. to make his business better because he knows that it. it's like a lame duck thing. Like, yeah. You know you're only going to be able to run for two terms, so it's like you can just fuck over everything mm. to make yourself look good that whole last turn because you don't, you know, you're going to be out of it yeah. after that. Um, we have generic drug drug approvals in the right to try, um, being passed. Oh yeah, because you lowered the price of prescription drugs or mm. passed something so you can get it from other countries. Well, and not only that, um, that I hurts us something too, I didn't know about, um, and they didn't go into super depth, and I wish I would have done more. Was um he Apparently, apparently, there was a gag clause that um, prevented pharmacists from telling patients about generic and lower costing drugs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So, which I'm assuming is big pharma saying but sell them the highest, you know, the most expensive shit, and he stopped that. Yeah, and but then, that's not gonna we're not gonna have cheaper options because we're not buying out of our country anymore. No, cur- I think you can buy cheaper drugs from other countries. That's part of that, isn't it? I believe so. So, like, you can buy like Canadian drugs for cheaper no can i get my drugs there i mean depending. well i think if there's generic options available like they're going to be available from the pharmacy now yeah and basically okay. it's just trying to make prescription drugs cheaper yeah and i think the right to try was i mean personally not i, I think personally it was a good thing i mean if you're mm-hmm. terminally ill um and there is something that ex- is experimental oh, yeah. if you are in a situation because i think it only pertains to terminally ill people you should have the right to try that mm-hmm. well, yeah because it's your right plus it helps with data yeah. too if you're up for it so yeah. i think him passing that was pretty good yeah, yeah. Great. no i agree with that okay. i agree with the prescription drug thing um i did read too also i don't know the um when the statement was made um because he's been flippy floppy on it but um he is open to tighter uh regulations on background checks for firearms and he had made a statement uh which in short said um, if you can make a um, bill that the the Republicans will say yes to, then yeah, he's open well, to the idea. Yeah, well, that's just throwing... And I know that's that. him trying to get the best of both yeah, worlds. Exactly. Yeah, But he said he's that's open to his it. his whole, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, what's <laughs> going to get me more applause yeah. and more yips at my fucking rallies. Here's a little dangling carrot so that you'll that, never that's catch. That's the only thing that I like is, like... The best thing is, like, he only kept his word on 17% of his platform promises. Mm. 
and I didn't like his platform promises. So that to me, that's a positive. Okay. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. that's the, but it's not a good positive because I don't want a president that I don't know what the hell he's going to do. True. And he's basically, it's just like somebody tells him you should do this. And then they just have to convince him that he came up with the idea and then he's going to do it. Um, he secured $73.1 million for veterans, 8.6 going for mental health. Um, yeah, he does a lot for veterans. Mental health services, $400 million going for the opi- opioid abuse prevention and $206 million going for suicide prevention. And then it didn't, it just said et cetera for the rest of the money. So that's a, I, I think is a good thing. Oh, I yeah, think that's, that's like one of those nonpartisan across the board. Everybody yeah. supports that. So it's not really like. But then, this is just what the Trump supporters like. So yeah. I just wrote, yeah. wrote them down, good. you know. Because it's not like anybody in government is like, we need to yeah, fuck the veterans quit giving it. money yeah, to the vet. Yeah. yeah. So that's just one of those things that it's like a good political move. Like, it almost makes you question, like, yeah, it's good he's doing it, but is he doing it because he cares or is he doing it because he's like, well, at least this will make my people happy. And it's yeah. just like one million Either way, it's good he's doing it, though. Um, I didn't know too much about this, but it said he did the first ever audit of the Department of Defense. Um, do you know anything about that? The Department of Yeah, he said it, he did the first ever audit of it. Um I'm not quite sure what they were looking for, if it was a tra- – because the big thing that the um, the point was expressing was transparency in his administration and his presidency. Yeah, mm. I think somebody needs to audit him and every <laughs> yeah. one of his businesses. Give him a uh, spelling test. First ever Pentagon. Oh <laughs> Pentagon's first ever audit. Let's see. Pentagon's first – Discovered major flaws in how it handles IT processes. Um, long sought by government and good government groups. An audit was. Let's see. Uh, the effort overall is considered a failed audit. Oh, okay. <laughs> As only five of the 21 individual audits checked received a fully passing grade. Oh, so they failed their audits? Well, that's good then. I thought they were saying like did it. the audit. Like, yeah, with the audit itself was, yeah. cra- it was terrible. So five of 21 audits received a passing grade and two or more receiving an okay grade. And the rest failed? I guess. But two or more, what does that mean? Yeah, that's true. So what did the audit entail specifically? Like, what were they looking for? Um, department officials were quick to note that there was no expectation that the audit would be clean. <laughs> well, that's not good. <laughs> we never thought we were going to pass an audit, right? Fucking goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> the day of, we're fucking making sure oh. everything's perfect just so we can stop doing it the next day. Hide the candy. That's what every business yeah. does. Oh, it's ter- but it's terrible because, like, are- we'll be told a week in advance, and then hey, the we're doing of, this. And like then it's the always the morning of three hours before they get there where stop they're making people do it. Yeah. It's like, why don't you systematically do a little bit of something every yeah. day? Instead of stopping production yeah. for the whole day. Or have the night crew the day before. Yeah, do you something. Know? Like, come on. <laughs> uh, let's look into why he wanted to do the audit. Okay. Because that's what, it seems like people were, after auditing it, it just never happened. Right. The only, the, the last two points I had that uh, I wrote down, there's some more that I didn't, um, was he stood for Hong Kong, saying that they shouldn't take a violent approach for, with the protesters who were um, protesting for democracy, I believe, right? Yeah, well, and then I know a lot of the... Well, yeah, um, because of course he's going to be against the Chinese Communist Party. Well, I was just saying it's something that they liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently the people of Hong Kong responded to it very well. I know there's a lot of pictures of protesters waving American flags at protests. 
in Hong Kong. And then the last thing I saw was just um, uh, he had, I believe it was recently hit a 49% approval rating. He did? Yeah. Let's see what that is now. And I think his... <laughs> I think it's like 37 I think his average is 40% and his highest is 49 He... I know, like, after his first two years, he was, like, extremely low. I know. At his then, lowest, he was 37. And that was, I believe, 2017 in December. For It was, like, for four days, he was consistently at, like, 37%. Mm-hmm. I believe his average is 40. His highest has been 49. To be com- compared to Obama's highest was, I believe, 57. And I think... Uh, and George W. Bush's was, like, 58. And I think Obama's what? average Just was... Just because of the... 9-11. Yeah. Oh. He gained a lot of approval from that. And believe, That's why people are saying he might win this election, because people become very patriotic. Yeah. But it might be too long. Yeah. yeah. Um, I believe Obama's average was like 47. <laughs> Just comparing it to the last presidency. Joe, ba- Oh, did you hear about how uh, Trump is sli- like spiraling down in the polls against joe biden is he what yeah. that's oh. why joe biden needs to just sit in his basement because like yeah i think it's now like 39 percent trump and like oh really 50 how is he ever going to handle the debates he has like an 11 point lead on him he has to talk then i think yeah. that'll be well like he the did big the last debate factor. yeah he did he did really good in yeah. the last debate i mean like that's all he had to do though yeah but that was a whole against a whole different narrative though because that was just him and bernie and yeah. then once he goes against Trump, oh yeah, that's gonna be so entertaining. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> we right now have he's a party at, and, and you know oh, yeah. what I'm saying is we I want to I want us on the on the YouTube channel to live stream the presidential People are saying debates. That Donald Trump might just refuse to debate. I wouldn't see I don't know why. Why it'd be the smartest thing for him to debate. Yeah. Yeah. For and, sure. And and really he can do that. And really do his homework. Yeah. I'm not saying that he doesn't already know shit. He but can't I'm even talking, read. But I'm have his campaign managers give him all the bullet points he needs because okay, yeah, that's he's going to be it. able to shit talk. He's going to be able to fluster Joe Biden. I mean, he's going to be a way better yeah. campaigner and yeah. debater this time around. And I yeah, and I think because he's done it before, he's going to know what if works. I were what him, but he'd be like, "Ooh, this is going to be fun." There was a 2016 <laughs> debate that was going to be uh, like one of the people that were was like mediating it was some news anchor from like. CMB or like one of it the, was Cooper Anderson, wasn't it? No, it was some chick. Oh, was it that he didn't like? And then he's like, "I'm not going to do the debate." Oh, really? If she's going to be there, and then he didn't do it. And everybody's like, "Oh, it's so brave." He said he didn't want to do it. It's like brave. He's a little chicken shit. He like literally is like, "I don't want to do it if she's going to be there." My thing like, is, how is that brave? Oh Realistically, I the, the smartest thing for him to do is show up to the debates ready to go. Yeah, because I, Biden's going to be able. to to only handle so much before he starts doing the not answering wraparound answers or just gets flustered. Well, Joe Biden's a really good liar too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's been lying his entire but career, just like Joe or Donald Trump. Well, that's another thing is Trump is, I believe you're going to know well enough to go, you're lying and here's why and actually have those specific facts and statistics to prove it. And then if he says that Bernie did that, yeah, he did the, he yeah, said but he got screwed. Bernie was screwed by the DNC. Yeah, yeah, I know, but he did it, and Joe Biden still stood his ground, and all, all you have to yeah, do is he lie. Sa- he says, nope, not true, it's not true. But, it's I don't, like, but it I literally don't, is true. I don't think... And he's like, nope, and then it's like, okay, I guess he said no. You have to... <laughs> best thing, though, is Trump won't let that... Trump's not going to go, well, I guess he said no. You know Trump's going to... No, 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 that's go. what his supporters say. Oh, Bernie didn't either. Bernie okay. literally... Okay. 
Never he went after I know it for he like brought up the YouTube straight, one. Yeah, like look twice. it up on you. Get on the YouTubes. Like because he kept he brought it up. Even I was like, damn, Bernie's not letting this go. because no, he he's like, I want you. To, he's like, I did answer. He's like, no, I want you to say it again. <laughs> Do like, it. He just kept say going. It. Yeah, he literally was like, I want you to say it to the American people because you're lying right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I, but and it's I, like if it, Trump taught us anything, it's that all you have to do is lie. I also feel like there's a level of respect between Biden and Bernie. Yeah, that's to where too. if Trump is saying things that whether it be the outlandish or the truth, it will get under Biden's skin enough to have him not really lash out, but get flustered. And then just instead of stip- sticking to the script say something off yeah. script that will be that we kind of that sound for that bite. With yeah. the bernie debate and it did not happen but yeah bernie isn't gonna attack Biden yeah. on a ton of subjects yeah like Ber- like biden or trump is already true like going after biden on a lot of things yeah that, and they Personal. were like yelling at bernie for like why are you staying in the race you're just giving trump all this ammo it's like first of all they have the ammo yeah second yeah. of all you're just like if you have the internet if you have the internet you know what to say against joe biden it's not a hard thing to find <laughs> yeah yeah clearly um, Let's look at some general election polls. Okay. The other uh, thing, which I briefly talked to you about, which I would like to do an episode on or maybe like a mini episode, is um, the moving the U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. Oh, yeah. Taking it up, I believe, Palestine. We have to wait for my dad for that one. That's what. That's literally what mm-hmm. Steve said. Yeah. Because he was really big on that. Cause if, yeah. And that's the thing is, I don't know much about it. Steve said he didn't. But if your dad knows, he knows quite a bit, all. I would love to get insight on that because I really don't know much it's about a, it. It's really messed up. Yeah. Wow. He's doing it, I think, what he said a long time ago was he was doing it like because he's uh, giving his support to the people who believe that that has to happen. Like mm-hmm. in the Bible, it's predicted that this is going to happen to start this. So he, that had to happen. But. They don't know their history. See, I saw pros and cons for it. They had like a list of why it's a good thing and also a list of why it's a bad thing. It's a crazy um, Christian conspiracy. But I, w- I would love to get someone and if you're once you know things calm down, if your dad can come in here and talk about it, I would love it because your yeah. dad's fucking Oh, it's going to be super interesting. Do a Skype interview too. Have your dad. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, that'd yes. be kind of fun. Yeah, between the legs. He and won't come here just awesome. like because John wouldn't go visit his parents. My dad's working in hospitals every day. So he feels like the more people he's around, he could infect. He could go in that yeah. room. Infect oh. all of us. Well, that's because your dad's smart and doesn't want to hurt people. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Smart. Um, I want to... Okay, quick. Yeah. So, let's see. Getting antsy. The average, mm-hmm. Joe Biden, 48.4%. Trump, 42.9%. So, that's the average current? has Joe Biden beating him by 5.5 points. As of right now? Yes. Okay. Fox News has Joe Biden winning by 8 48 to 40 percent. Wow. Joe Biden. Um, let's see if there's any other good ones. CNBC has Joe Biden only winning by three. Mm. The biggest one is 11 points. Who's who's uh, reporting that? Quinnipiac? What the fuck is that? I don't know. Huh. The Hill, which is a progressive left show, they only have Biden winning by one. So the thing yeah. is, like, everybody's saying, well, Hillary was winning by more yeah. at this point. So Trump tends to, like, surge yeah and like close that gap um and i think that a big thing will be the presidential debates yeah and i think it's just totally different because of the pandemic and then also just the amount of people that are excited about voting against trump Mm -hmm. that weren't that excited last time because nobody's excited about voting for hillary except for like crazy feminists who don't 
who are voting for a pussy, basically. Let's not say feminist. Let's say third-wave feminist, not true feminist. True okay, feminist. well, you know what I mean. No, I'm just saying. Like, Let's... people who are like, I don't care what it is, I just want a woman. Yeah, that you was know? terrible. All right. What well, else we got? I'm going to go look for mushrooms. Oh, are yeah. You? Oh. Can we tag along? That's all we got. Yeah. All I'm right. I'm going to look for somewhere else. Dope. Well, that's it. All right. That's, that's all, folks. to give some leadership to this country. We will make America great again. The American dream. You can't make it on nine bucks an hour or 11 bucks an hour or 12 bucks an hour. I know it hurts your feelings. I know you're upset about it. I know you're hoping and praying that we'll have another war. We're going to build the wall. No more B2 bombers. No more Star Wars. Let's make the quality products we need. We will make an American industry. We know it will be.